0: Whoa, oh,
1: it's just good morning, Vietnam, <laughs> I've always wanted to actually do that on a show, like a recorded situation, and he did it, how and you I you just, how miss, do you feel? I feel great, feel and, and a little sad, I miss Robin Williams, I know, <laughs> and also Vietnam was sad too, Shaden, you it know, was, I it guess, but, yeah. Yeah. but I but mean, the movie was better
2: the movie. <laughs> yeah. Better than Vietnam, the war? Yeah, yeah right. I of think course, they and all were. It was yeah. much shorter. 100%.
1: So, well, what's we, up What's up out there, all you folks? <laughs> what's up, Doc? Uh, it's rock? This is Jar, Just a Ride, episode 34. 34. Yeah. As in rule 34, As in which Herschel I've been Walker. waiting so patiently for. I know there are no sports references allowed this episode. <laughs> All right. Rule 34 I, I in there. You guys know what rule 34 is, don't you? I don't. No, uh refreshers, this, was, this, this is a this is a little piece of internet culture. Rule 34 states that anything that exists, there is porn of it. <laughs> All right. And I defy you to prove me wrong <laughs> because <laughs> I've been trying for years, and I wish I wish at like... times that I hadn't tried so hard because I've seen some I've seen some things. Delete it when he dies. I'm like already cut off <laughs> a lot of guy? my
3: search. A lot of shit I searched are like, yeah, we can't show you that. <laughs> oh wow! So oh, there's ways around that. I can help you, bro. <laughs>
1: Croaky, fucking, yay!
2: Well, hi guys, so, what's it's, up? It's been a bit a minute since we've seen each other. It has been. So yeah, yeah, we a had, couple. It,
1: couple weeks has it been i think so did yeah. we get together last week
2: it wasn't last what week, even you know, is time i anymore? don't know. I, I don't leave my studio slash home so i don't uh i don't know about the world i don't know outside yeah, the world is scary I do, I do a little
1: bit more than crickets. you but not not a lot right <laughs> i'm just, looking at you like what's going just, on in the world just, like, I enough to, just enough to hang on to a little bit of my sanity but like, <laughs> no, i'm not a, i'm not even going on facebook i'm i'm, fucking, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> i've
2: lost the desire
0: to hold on <laughs> to my sanity good.
2: yeah i don't go on facebook anymore it I, I miss the fact that of the shit box. I try and go in there as much as all, as possible and, and like stuff in the shit box and see what's going on, uh, but it's very quick. I'm just like ha ha ha, ha, ha and then out because I'll spend. I've, I really will. I'll spend a lot of time. That's how on I there. grocery
1: shop. In the Same way. Ha, 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 ha. Like in the store out. and yep. then out. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> That's how my wife grocery shops on the phone.
1: Ha ha ha! Goddamn it! Hot uh, potato.
2: We just don't like shopping, people. All right, well, 34. Fucking a, you guys. We've been doing this consistently for 34 straight weeks. Yeah. That's
1: fucking cool. That's would, wild. Yeah. And uh that's, thank you that's guys That's longer for... than some relationships I've had. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Same.
2: Uh well, I got a I got a question for you. I got a would you rather. Oh, we're going to do the would you rather. I think again? I got a couple of would you rathers perhaps. So, Kay. uh <laughs> lay it on me. Would you rather swim in a pool of Nutella or <laughs> or a pool of maple syrup? Dude, Nutella all day.
3: Yeah, Nutella for sure.
2: That yeah. was that easy. Yeah. 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 Just I feel like it'd be easier, it's just really good. To, I easier just discovered to clean stuff off like and it year. tastes better. Yeah, Nutella is great. All right. Nutella or uh, your favorite topping on an ice cream <laughs> That's probably Nutella. Right? So. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That was too easy. All right, well, we're going to have to do a few more then. We're going to step you, it up. Would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef?
1: Personal chef. Ooh. I don't know. I like cooking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I clean when I when i more I'm of stressed, a conversation piece than yeah. the last one.
3: God, I, I clean when I'm stressed. If someone took that away from me, then it would probably be upsetting.
1: Well, your your choice is safer than mine because there's a lot of implied negative connotations to having your own maid as a as a fella. <laughs> That's you true. Know? That's so, true. <laughs> so there's too much don't, temptation. Don't read into this too far, you guys. But uh, would I'm you gonna, rather have to go robot? with the maid? I'd, oh, rather, okay. I'd rather go with the maid. Okay. Yeah, but it's because like I I fucking have not had a dishwasher in my life for such a long time, and I despise doing dishes even when I do have a dishwasher. (laughs) You'd rather do skeet (laughs) shooting with dishes. (laughs) Like, the only reason that I... Uh, like I'm, I'm this close, and my fingers are very close together, <laughs> finger and thumb. For all you that can't just see, it's godhead. I'm, I'm this close to just choosing to eat with like paper and plastic utensils, just so I don't right. ever have to do dishes. I, dude, I did that <laughs> like, in my twenties. Like, it was actually it's pretty just, nice. It's such a paper fucking, plates? it's such a fucking shithead thing to do. It
2: is, but that was such a shithead. I don't know, if but I kind of do it. I, I'm a shithead, <laughs> yeah, totally. Paper yeah. plates, yeah. fucking, I did that for. Several years in my twenties, It was like, "I'm not." A, I mean, and same thing. I, I didn't have a dishwasher. I, I don't have one of a the dishwasher. homes I in.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm. So. I've been doing them by hand. Well, for I do. It's long, it's long, long time. <laughs> yeah, you have a right. dishwasher exactly. and you don't like I mean, it. a mirror. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I want to know though. They made things a little bit of a double edged sword because I have like a particular way that I organize things, and I'm not certain I could explain it to anybody. Else, right. Even if I was paying them to listen, I, ha- I have that in me too. I'm and somewhere on the same. And as soon as spectrum. I go looking for my passport, and it's not behind the candle on a certain shelf above It's my their work fault, table. they did it nefariously. Yeah, exactly. I'm totally not.
3: I'm totally not that way at all. I'm so
1: not, glad not at, you're chill.
2: You're like, <laughs> oh yes, they took a bunch of pills That's out of so my medicine cabinet.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was nice.
1: gonna but say I am, I am. I lived with you,
3: yeah, I'm super <laughs> <able about shit. laughs> and not. I mean, comparatively, it's uh, the lower generation. It's not as much as my my dad's very particular. I'm not nearly as particular as him, but, right. but you I think are. on the average, line, I'm I'm pretty particular mm-hmm. about shit. I could, I yeah. I wouldn't want somebody else so, doing that. So chef for both of you is that the answer? Yeah, I cook. I cook. No, I'm too still, much. Going
2: maid? still going with you? Still going with mate? Okay, we'll figure it out. You're going to just deal with your fears and all your... <laughs>
1: yeah. I love it. Yeah, because okay. I had to do I, dishes. That's really compelling to me. <laughs> if I didn't cook so
2: much, I'd have more time to keep my shit organized. There you go. Well, it made, includes laundry and shit. And so laundry by itself Right Is like a thing that I, I think like would be really? dude, yeah. Jeff, <laughs> I like doing laundry too Really? Dude, Jeff, you're Such a unique individual. I likes doing
1: laundry, He turns it into something I like
2: He would be happy in the whole. I like He'd folding be happy
1: in socks Because in the it's, like it's like a like, huge like, puzzle Dude, I envy you sometimes for real
3: <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a
1: big game brain chemistry just Seems so life. much fun <laughs> 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 It's
3: like, it's seriously Because I love puzzles And it's like I get to fold stuff And make them look a certain way I mean, it's just It's kind of like
1: Doing all these little puzzles And the
3: matching socks Is like
1: the ultimate It's like,
3: yes I matched all the socks In this load
1: that's, it's so exciting! If there's not, if there's not a fucking achievement at the end of that, I don't give a fuck. If, am I broken? <laughs> <laughs> if there's not an achievement ding, ding, on ding, Steam ding. that my friends can see that I fucking
3: <laughs> cleared trophy that, unlocked, yeah, it is. Then, then it's gonna fit in your drawer. That's a whole other achievement
1: too, I dude. You hold want on, to know a truth that's
2: about a great one. app make for someone in the future when we integrate you know these glasses and stuff make laundry a fucking game where you can show your friends that you've got a trophy Oh,
1: with like augmented reality glasses (laughs) Exactly. fuck yeah oh patented me yep I want some whoever (laughs) comes up with that
2: send the money to me (laughs) fucking but also probably you guys because that was part of the the, you know the brainstorming I'm fair I'll ride your 12% for those two
1: rest for me I want a solid 16 though or no deal 76% me so I don't fold my laundry ever i fold my towels that's it (laughs) well i hang a lot of stuff on hangers actually yeah i hang some that so anything that's like an outerwear thing like a sweatshirt or uh you know something that goes over top of other clothes that i'm wearing i hang that i fold my towels just for the sake of them conveniently being in there and people go in my bathroom you know like i don't want to just like a pile of towels and they're like what is that you know it's unhospitable then but my clothes no, I have a I have a hamper for dirty clothes. I have Two different and, piles a hamper for, for, clean and a hamper for clean clothes. <laughs> yeah, and and That'd be fucking nuts. I, I, I won't. I uh, dude, I'm not gonna do it. And I know where shit is because like, I remember when I last wore it, so mm-hmm. I know how deep in the pile it is. Right. I just have a cycle, you know. <laughs> so like, shit, yeah. It never takes me more That's than a couple seconds to find what I'm looking because for. Because
3: if you're taking it out of the dryer and throwing it into the hamper, then you don't out of the. No, clean it's still okay. You'd you be surprised the way it settles. You kind of get a feel for it. <laughs> it's like a file cabinet. Even though I fold everything, like if like towels always have to be the first thing into the hamper because if I can't get all the laundry folded at least towels you can make look presentable even if they get wrinkled but like <laughs> then it has to be like all the pants wear and then god I'm fucking psycho huh? hold on yeah you are it, then it has to but be I'm psycho the other direction top, and then if it's a shirt that I'm gonna hang it can't go all the way in the hamper it's gotta hang over the edge of it but the T-shirts can go in there, but I'm going because I'm gonna fold those first, so they won't be wrinkled when I put them away. Am I crazy?
2: Yes. a little I, bit. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a little. I think Tim is fucking making coffee in <laughs> the break room. Yeah, like, what he would. F- he would do something like Tim! that. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, that threw me off. I, I, he started pounding, and then I fucking. I'm a little. Crazy. Did you see what he did to the cars? I'm, <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. I'm a little crazy in the other direction. Um, yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm, li- I'm like I'm like. Uh so far that. the other side of that, because of my logic is and I went round and round with my stepmother about this when she first married my dad, moved in. She was very, very kind, doing my laundry for me all the time. She was like she was just like, just bring your laundry out and it will be done. Wow. Um laundry series. And, and, <laughs> and she would fold it and she was magical laundry. And she would lady. fold it yeah. for me too. And I would take that folded laundry and throw it in a pile. Oh, oh! And you're alive today. That's amazing. Yeah, and the and in of- and my young mind, I was like, I was like, you're I, doing too much. I appreciate it, but stop folding my laundry. You're doing too much. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, I'm like, you're wearing me down. Here's the deal: <laughs> the only time it ever looks like that is when you do that. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. If I, you guys wouldn't know that I don't fold my laundry. No, I'm not it, wearing pressed suits and shit. You right. know, Like if I, I'm, You'd, I'm, dressed sure in looks brand new. Just yeah. In, just, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I just pulled this out of the dryer this yeah. morning. No denying so, that. So <laughs> no denying that. You know? So it's like all that time that I would spend doing that. Fuck all that. See, I'm going to do the, something I actually want to
3: do. <laughs> but it's a dis- and, and, exactly. and I do understand um, that, that mindset. Too. I do. It's not, it's not that I don't understand it. I just don't have it. <laughs> You're just crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so my shit's got to be like super organized, like, I mean, it doesn't have to be all pressed and shit. I'm not busting out the iron to do my underwear or anything anymore. You're only I, one I, step away from that, dude. I, re- well, <laughs> I, I, am, I am recovered. I can remember ironing jeans and stuff like oh, that. So, But I don't no. do that anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I, I've helped myself a little bit. But, like, things Girls, gotta be, go you know, all crazy your pants got to be oh. with your pants and, you know, your khakis are with your khakis, your jeans are jeans. Now, you probably don't have any khakis, but, you know, I Bitch, get it. Bitch, how do Assuming all these things, I went to Best Buy. Modified.
1: Yeah,
2: dude,
3: <laughs> best, best Buy. You gotta have <laughs> well, at least right. a couple pair of khakis you
2: because you'll have a stink ass by now. the end of the week if you get along. lot. <laughs> probably are. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so just so hanging your shit makes sense, so it all fits. You can get you can get the most into a smaller area,
1: right? Yeah. Like we all want to try to do that in life, right? Right. So okay, I guess I guess with the hanging, <laughs> I guess so I guess good. with the hanging, I do. I have like I have like a dress shirts segment or section, and then I've got like pants that are like, need to be hung up like my snow pants or whatever
3: Need to be hung up, and then but they aren't ever. No, they are. they actually, actually, become a, a layer act of, actually hung of spiders. No, yeah. No, yeah. You spider have closet layers, in
1: but. a certain spot saying, yeah, those need no, to up. No, my closet is surprisingly organized for how disorganized my laundry situation is. My closet's, <laughs> my closet's good to go. But. I got to tell you that you're not helping out. I know. <laughs> that's, well, that's me, dude. My legacy will be being supremely unhelpful, but slightly entertaining. <laughs> 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 well, the correct answer,
2: though, is a maid. Because uh chef will, will feed you uh, up to three times a day. Dude, if you piss the chef maid off, maid, you're
1: going to die, though. Right, also. <laughs> also that.
2: But a maid, <laughs> uh, I though. I think
3: more maids have killed people think than how chefs. Much, <laughs> think
2: how much, <laughs> that would, how much no, time that know. would save you. It would save you more time. It's if, always if the maid.
3: The chef isn't even an option in the game Clue. But the maid is, therefore the maid probably kills more people than the <laughs> chef.
1: Right. Your logic's undeniable, my dude. All right. <laughs> I, have, I have a couple more.
2: I got a couple more for you guys. All right. So this one's about acting. Now imagine yourselves actors. And would you rather be the lead in a movie that bombs and people are, and gets like a shit on the, the tomato meter mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, a bit character in an Oscar winning movie? Which one would you rather do?
1: Are they both paying roles? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <coughs> mm. Do they both
2: that pay sounds like, the same. <laughs> you can ask all the questions. What's that? Do they pay the
1: same? Of course not. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, how for badly the, did it bomb? In the future, yeah, exactly. In the
2: future, that bomb. I mean, you may never get another movie, but if you, you're in an Oscar-winning movie, your future earnings could be potentially good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but there's a big difference between the cab driver and you know the person that gets saved.
2: Let's say, let's say you're a character that is. Uh, not just a I'm, bit.
3: J- I'm totally changing the whole thing on you oh
2: no, no let's let's we'll define it let's make it fair <laughs> a, a, a bit character what does that mean to you a bit character could be like they come has in and they line, have has yes, some lines they have some lines and maybe they can win the scene with right. those lines
3: It has potential from what they did in, in the small bit of that movie mm-hmm. to launch their you career have the, forward. yes you have the potential uh, to uh, be memorable days and confused what's uh
2: matthew mcconaughey, matthew
3: McConaughey. Yeah. i mean he had what Said like three words, or it had like three lines in the whole movie. And he won know, America's heart, yes. didn't he? <laughs> yeah.
2: And it was really creepy what he said in that movie too. Actually, really. <laughs> well, what's funny? <laughs> I happen to be listening to the <laughs> audiobook
3: as well uh, on top of my reading, and he actually talks about how he came up to originally saying both right, those right. statements. Yeah. yeah, the all right, alright alright And then that yeah, yeah was the checklist in his head. It was. It, it was Entertaining to
1: hear. Be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that when I was, I was like 18, 17, 18, 19, or something like that when I, when that movie came out and seen it. It was like, damn. I guess we never answered the question. So, at what no. point
1: in my career is this happening?
2: Okay, right? yeah, yeah. Let's keep it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's probably pretty early. Let's say early. It's early? Yeah.
1: Then I'm going, yeah, I'm going with the, the small role for sure. Okay. Over that. Yeah, I think the small
3: role shows that you're paying your debt all right happen and and then you get that dose of luck because if you come out as a starring role and you bomb you're done. Yeah, almost all. The only in major incentive to that would be a gross amount of money. Right. So you could afford to bomb in something that you're trying to succeed in. You right. never
1: know about those, though, because those, those movies that bomb, some of them come back yeah. later just because of how, how bombish they become. become they, no, classics. Classics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People totally. are like,
2: <laughs> You're like, but how do I monetize my <laughs> shittiness? Yeah, in today's
3: world, is that even possible to come back and monetize there are, or will it be? Will
2: I, think be so. I think so. I think there's music so, at some point. I don't know. There's so many ways to to make intellectual property valuable these days. Put I'm just
1: going to start having Chat GPT make movies for me. There you that's go. That's how I'm going to get my fortune before everybody else <laughs> catches on.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. No shit. A lot of people... It's like the most downloaded thing on the internet, I think, or whatever. Everybody's or trying to get that,
1: that early adopter yeah, You know, the, chunk like, of it and... I'm, I'm interested to see how much of it actually plays. So we out. can't trust anything
2: in the future. It's like this movie was probably written by a robot, and this this song was written by a robot, and probably the drums were played by a robot, and probably the singing. I just now.
1: hope Chat GPT becomes the equivalent of the computer program in Star Trek, where I can just walk up to its wall panel and be like Earl Grey, hot. <laughs> give exactly. And it's like sure that that would be the benefit. That
2: would be the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. 3D printing with food. Oh god, the future. That sounds like a good future.
1: And it doesn't give you candy answer somehow right (laughs) (laughs) okay so
2: what do you guys think uh bit part bit part bit part for sure okay yep that's what it sounds like i agree uh all right last one let's see uh would you you rather meet your hero whoever that might be whether or not you have a hero but a person that you really look up to that's not family outside the family somebody that you really truly respect and uh either you vomit on them Mm -hmm. or they vomit on you which one would you prefer (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: would well,
2: you rather vomit on them or have them vomit oh, dude, on you? Oh,
1: dude, they vomit on me for sure. Right. Yeah. Enduring. It can't
3: be a uh, fact. Remember, though, because this is my dad. I think we probably both threw up on each other at some point in life. Already done this, would you rather? You're like, <laughs> well, I already handled this. <laughs> I preferred it the one way. I would say, yeah. <laughs> Which way was better
1: then? Cleaning up's worse. <laughs> I'd rather throw up on somebody else. Are you kidding? Me? Were, they, were they drunk during this, or was it just like a freak? Like, That's a good question. I had shellfish.
2: I think it's nerves. For you, it was, uh, uh, for, for you, to it was meet nerves. Oh, it was so <laughs> to for, meet. for you, it was nerves, and for them, it was they were plowed. Yeah, I don't know. Plowed. I of. guess. Uh,
1: yeah, I'd still want to throw up on them. I think. I think I'd want them to throw up on me still.
2: Yeah. Cuz
1: then cuz then something, on cloth I have something the cloth no, I have something it. on them at that
2: point. Right. Then you're like, let's do now no, no, together yeah, no. or whatever. Sounds
1: like they have something on you. Well, yeah. <laughs> you each have something on each other. One metaphorically, one physically. I'll make sure someone takes a picture and I'll make sure that they're sorry enough that they give me a point of contact. <laughs> <laughs> and I will milk that. <laughs>
2: Makes sense? All right, you guys ready for uh I think Jeff's going to do his thing, but we got to do our thing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> to Believe stories. Believe stories. Believe stories. And now, just gonna scare us. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one sucked, <laughs> you guys.
1: That one was terrible.
2: That one, oh, yeah, that I started off with good. a weird part. Don't be mad melody.
1: at us because you couldn't find your part. Yeah, and <laughs> you guys cut me out of that one. I gotta, <laughs> say,
2: I gotta say, I chose like a jazz melody for that one, and I probably shouldn't have. It, should it yeah. came off in a,
1: probably not a, That's a familiar song. I key honestly for, didn't really want to I play had, part it a great time. Fuck both. For-
2: <laughs> Shane's like performed. I performed yeah. amazingly. It was, it was a musical masturbation for two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, this one we kind of talked about beforehand. Thinking this isn't really a police story. This is just maybe Jeff's perspective on some stuff. But we, it came to our attention that uh, y'all police officers have a darkest fuck sense of humor, and so we <laughs> wanted nice. to, and we wanted to kind of vindicate that on some level. Like, uh, how could you not? Yeah. How could you? I mean. And I so logically as humans, it's like police officers, probably also military people, probably also doctors, probably several pizza delivery boys. They all have this kind of different way of looking at the world because yeah, of seeing all the traumas and bizarreness of Bodies the world.
3: fucking. Yeah. I mean, and, and when you spend, you'd be like, you know, especially I can speak for myself, 27 boys. years of a career of literally going into everybody's homes. Uh, I mean, fucking, you know, sometimes upwards 15 to 20 times a night. And I'm there for every crisis. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, you can run the gamut of the other crises. The, rea- <laughs> the reality is, if I was to take all that so serious, I mean, I would have whacked myself two years into the career. You can't take it serious. So what ends up happening is you, as a defense, mental defense mechanism, you start making fun of every house you go into of, and whatever the situation is. And you and you have to go to some seriously super dark humor that you think is hilarious and other people like get offended obviously or, or yeah I've, I've even seen people cry over what shit that I thought was funny
2: yeah so. and so that's why I brought it up is because there is a separation like a lot of people really don't want to hurt people's feelings and, and all that stuff and the kind of humor where you've seen a lot of bodies, and and you only have so much empathy and sympathy bandwidth. A human being can only empathize and sympathize so much. And like you said, twenty calls in a night.
3: Right? How possibly I mean, could you? I, I can tell one of your wife's favorite stories of a, of a suicidal that I. Had. <laughs> right. <And it's> ter-
2: <laughs> she has a dark sense of humor. She too. has She's a super dark a sense
3: of humor too. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy had blown his head off with a shotgun. He was sitting in the, in the bed of a truck. His feet were pushed up towards the front of the truck and he shot himself and, and so his head was towards the tailgate of the truck well this was a little like Datsun pickup and initially and the, the, the reason why this guy had blown his head off from what we could tell in his note was he was very offended that his wife got a vibrator and that, oh. that whatever was going on in his life that was enough to Put it over for him. Our penises just an yeah. enigma. There was definitely more uh, so, yeah. than that. So you, <laughs> yeah, but you like, understand <laughs> the jokes that got made. But I'm just telling course. the facts of yeah. it. I'm not going to go into the dark humor of it at this point, except except for one particular part. The funny part was was he was taller than the bed was long. But when he. The top part of his head was gone. He landed. I mean, you couldn't have got cut him more square, like a casket, to fit yeah. into the bed of that truck. And for some reason, that just struck me funny. Like, <laughs> like if the gun, you know, if the gun hadn't it,
1: but, been there, you would have just imagined him like falling from the sky. Yeah, and just I like, mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I get, I, I get
3: that anybody's seen
1: a scene like this.
3: Oh, it's horrific it would be terrible but here i am you know i'm i just just it struck me so goddamn funny i i it still makes me laugh today It's so fucked up
2: <laughs> it made it, it's so fucked the up the way you told it the first time made us laugh pretty hard too. Yeah, yeah. but
3: i mean i know i'm trying to tell like the serious part without well, cracking all the all the fucking jokes that were just going through my head and then you experience it by yourself cuz you're stuck there right and then finally somebody shows up to you know hey man you need some help on this one or something you know can I I take some pictures for you or whatever he's like dude you gotta hear it come here so here's what happened but here's how I perceived and then you just then then you got two guys that are you know at this traumatic scene, a lot of times nobody's around in these type situations. Right. But you're still you're just hooting and hollering because you have to. Yes. Because what else are you gonna do? Right. What else do people do? I <laughs> it's mean it's
1: definitely a defense mechanism. I mean, like you mm-hmm. everybody's heard the saying, I'm laughing to keep from crying kind mm-hmm. of shit, you know? Have it's you, like, it's true. Like, right. I, I, was I have a super dark sense of humor. I'm not really sure. Like I've never been a cop or first responder or anything crazy, but I think I could, at least in that aspect, just because I already look at the world that way. Like, I mean, I I have empathy when I turn it on, you know. Like yeah, if I, right. If I care about you, and I'm like, I'm like, ooh, like I have a really deep amount of empathy for people when I choose to care about them. But until I turn it on, I'm like, <laughs> right. Well, I was mean, like, even even when I was I had gone home
3: in uniform, I was cooking eggs. For the kids right and I saw that I had brains on my pants I mean the first thing I did was like, like I like the kids because you, yeah. you know I'm just giggling myself. trying something. not to get that I'm in like, the yeah, eggs because this is this is fucking normal right <laughs> it happens in like, everybody's okay. house doesn't it <laughs> so, See, if you, you
2: feel like Bruce Willis in a movie at that point you're like Hey, isn't that just a little catchphrase? Hey, hey yippee Some <laughs> yippee eggs. Yippee eggs. <laughs> I'm I'm doing my best here, but we're we're talking to people that have a dark sense of humor. I mean, the Scatcast Network. Like, I, I think this week we talked about punching babies. And maybe, I mean, it's just so dark. Dark humor is where people go, but dark is like. It's necessary. I mean, yeah. so you guys, it's, a, I mean, it's 27, like, year, 27
3: it's a, years of law enforcement experience. I, I've learned that the babies, <laughs> they, they do deserve to get punched
1: a lot of times. So. <laughs> <Can laughs> you know, man, I agree with you fully about that. You know, Speaking of There's a baby around. <laughs> yeah. Well. I think it's indicative of people actually having been through some shit. Like if you have a quality, dark sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You've probably been through some fucking shit, and there's a reason why I tend to get along almost exclusively with people <laughs> that have a dark sense of humor. Is because like, you, there's just a level that you will not understand me on if you can't laugh at dead babies once in a while. I definitely, you know, I like, definitely. There are people in my life
3: that punch a baby. We don't kill, okay, we've killed it. Yeah. There are people in my life that I can't have conversations with because they just don't, they don't get me. I mean, right. They well, don't there, understand.
2: You know, again, why I brought this up is because it's like. You no, know, part of me as your friend it's like i want to defend you and i want to say like you know it, it, yes he has a dark sense of humor but how could you fucking not uh like humor is one of those things where you can't go back and listen most of the time you can't go back and watch a movie that you watched when you were a kid and laugh the same way so we kind of get harder i think i don't know i'm just pulling a theory <laughs> out of my ass but we
1: like, need more shock value as yes. we get older. For me as, like I
2: I will watch stand up and it's like uh the stand up that I saw when I was younger I won't laugh at it anymore. But mm-hmm. it's probably cuz I've seen it and maybe the concepts are a little bit more tame or whatever. But I just yeah p- comedians have pushed it and pushed it and pushed <laughs> it.
3: Now I'm like yeah make fun of the fucking terrible thing that people are afraid you know. Kind of like yeah. your porn somebody's got to be getting hit hitting the head with a hammer <laughs> before it gets you right, off. Out right, yes. kind of
2: the same thing. Right. Like comedy. But then but you're starting at a position where it, you came to it honestly I came to it because I'm a fucking connoisseur <laughs> of garbage you know that's why I'm there but you're there because it's a, a defense mechanism against horrific things and you can your only options are what you can be stoic but stoicism leads to a lot of times like <laughs> PTSD Yeah e- <eating> you up <laughs> yeah. inside exactly yeah. so that that helps to a point but laughter is like getting to the root of it and like saying like it's not going to affect me in a way that will make it so I can't do my job I can't you know, da-da. but it might also lead to PTSD. Like I mean, not dealing it, with it, it, all,
3: it all. But yeah. then there's also freaking. <laughs> it, all, it all leads to where you end up at the end of your career. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's
1: not. You know, I've uh, I heard it said one time that um, career doctors develop an opinion about every patient that they meet within approximately 14 seconds of talking to them. Well,
3: that's. I think we do that. It, it, within, uh, within uh, public setting in general, so it's it's kind of a thin slicing thing. Yeah, I maybe so. I guess I
1: was going to ask you if that's if you feel like that became the case after a certain amount of time in your career. Oh, like, God. Um, well, like, I will tell you. Like, you're just like, okay, there's there's I've seen a lot of shit, and uh, I he must I, have done I care a lot less. So like, as I can put this together sufficiently in the first handful of words yeah. out of your mouth, and yeah. what I'm looking at. Curious here was that. Yes,
2: yeah, he must he, he must have done this when you were living with him for sure like Monique he would come over to our house when he was working all the time and, and <laughs> calls would come in and he would just predict the situation and he would sometimes he would come back that night and, or, or we'd talk on the phone or something and it was always like damn dude because he'd get like f- uh, two lines from the dispatch or, or like a couple lines on the on the computer He's like, no. Here's what it really is. Yeah, I can. Did explain, you, did you, why you do me explain this a little further? Yeah, where it's like, goddamn, dude. Because I mean, it has to be <laughs> yeah, like. Well, people
3: tell the shooting this, free throws at this point. For people me, don't realize like, when Man. they lie. They t- groups of people tell the same lies. Yeah. Not, not. I mean, not categorically, but but we, as, There's even, patterns yeah. within lies. Yeah. And and there's patterns within patterns of lies, depending on 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 what the situation what is they're too, up to. or what the crime. Yeah. yeah. So I can read a call, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is what they want. You know, a lot of times I can read a call about. I, I don't know, say a, alleged child abuse. And depending on that in itself is a serious issue, but you start reading some other added stuff in the calls because they're venting to dispatch while they're mm-hmm. reporting this. It's they're like, telling on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I get to their house to actually interview them in, in person. And one of the first questions I'd be is when, do, when, when do you guys go to court for the custody, ba- for the right. custody battle? And they're always shocked how I could tell that it's like, based on what you said, this is a setup type case. I mean, I don't tell them that, because yeah. I have to. Again, I, I can't call somebody on their bullshit because I might be wrong. Right. So I you have still to have play. To, to 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 do it right. But I will tell you that I have never been wrong in those incidents. Does right. that make
2: sense? Yeah. Okay. I, I witnessed quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were, I mean, I, I was there for the last seven years of your career, right? Basically. Yeah. Like and I got to watch it. I got to learn a lot. So are
3: you. So we got to learn a lot. But when it comes to human contact, I do think it's called thin slice. Quit lying all the time. But I, Everyone lies to, I do okay, think that I thin slice people a lot faster than, than the average person, but it doesn't take, I don't think the average, I mean, the average person creates an opinion of somebody within 14 seconds. Um, I can f- figure out a couple things j- just in how you hold your body structure
1: I mean I can figure out some things about you that other people wouldn't pick up <laughs> I and do so, that at the grocery store just based on the contents of people's shopping cart you know, <laughs> like, huh, I know, I know what your life is like <laughs>
3: <laughs> Polly's always amazed by people who meet you know well, you know, obviously if, if they were interesting or, or there was something you know, whatever I'd be like well this is kind of what I picked up da 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 give, give a, a synopsis and usually later found to be true right I always thought it was pretty interesting to see that
2: that it was like free throws to you where you're like I miss it every once in a while but I'm like 85-95 I'm I'm a pretty good free throw I'm Steph Curry yeah (laughs) throwing some Steph Curry out there we're doing some sports ball I I can pick up on
3: real or bullshit pretty quick (laughs) yeah so Uh, I guess that's the next follow up question the bad part is I can tolerate don't bullshit more than than the average person so sometimes (laughs) I'll tolerate it when I even when I shouldn't (laughs) that's fair uh so
2: now that you're not in the in the police world, you're, you're in the civvy world, hanging out with civvies, so you're just watching people lie on Facebook where it's like the same kind of thing, yeah. so using the same terminology where they're telling on themselves, especially to somebody that's basically a professional domestic violence arbiter. Right. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh,
3: is that weird? I did... Because there's nothing you can do. Most and, of what and, people do to me is weird. It's entertaining as fuck, but it's particularly on on you know social media the just the it's the uh the vague books that i love the vague oh, book yeah. posting it's like oh let say about a
2: human when they're yeah. vague
3: booking? it's like they'll say something it's like okay well now i get to interpret what that meant mm-hmm. so that can mean these things but really what it means is you just want a virtual hug
1: today
0: <laughs>
3: you know
1: what And that's okay how do you I'm guys just, feel, just say that give me a hug, how do it. you guys feel about lying in general so you know that's,
3: a, that's an umbrella question. Lying in general is an interesting thing. And I actually thought about this because lying in itself, we, if you lie, everybody lies, right? Everybody has lied in their life. You're yep. going to lie again. It's just, it is a fact of the world. We try not to. When we do, generally, what are we doing? We're either trying, we say that we're trying to save someone else's feelings. We're not. We're trying to save ourselves conflict for either thinking something different or doing something wrong yeah. and we don't want the ramification of it. Right. Um, as For well, a a, as well, we also maybe hurt the other person. Anyway, there, there's at least purpose to lie to somebody else whether it's right or wrong. But the one of the things I find interesting is that we actually lie to ourselves. A lot. A, a lot more. <laughs> just as much as anybody else if not more. Yeah. And I always, I, so I figured this out about myself when I was playing solitaire and people sometimes get upset when I ask this question and it's, have you ever cheated be honest with yourself have you ever cheated at solitaire like let's say you played three cards one over Every and and, you, and, you, and then and eventually but you look for that you're like oh where was the mistake and then you find the mistake and you fix it and then you finish the game out and then you literally in your mind you just patted yourself on you the back it. for winning do I play chess every day? How disgusting that's, is that? I play chess every day and yourself? I cheat every day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I cheat but, I mean, but that's
3: such day. a terrible thing to do. Oh, is, when so I like, did that to myself, I'm like, what that is probably the most pointless yeah. thing you could possibly And I absolutely will not fucking cheat at Solitaire or anything Good. that I challenge myself on because I know if I cheated. And that matters to me. You know? I, I want to But I will learn cheat to win against chess. somebody else before I will cheat myself out of an accomplishment. Does that make sense? Yep. Yes. <laughs> I uh
1: <laughs> yes it does. I have an interesting I've been examining my feelings on lying for a long time and cuz like uh, growing up I was just taught, you know, like oh lying is just always bad. There's no no such thing as a good lie ever. And I never really felt that way personally, you know? Like I uh, so what I've arrived at is with me uh if you can manage to pull the wool over my eyes successfully uh, especially for like a long period of time there will be a large part of me that respects you for pulling it off <laughs> you know like i might still be i might still be pissed depending upon the context of the buddy. but i'm just yeah. like God damn, you know, got me. And there's a part of me that feels like I deserved it because I wasn't keen enough to pick up on the, to f- suss it out, right? Because I'm pretty good at figuring out when people aren't being straight with me. Right.
2: As a great Nathan Chartre once said, God damn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, so it's like, I think, I think I. I take a, a, a lighter view of lies in that kind of context than I do if somebody lies to me and I catch them right away or I just know I already have knowledge, you know, and I catch them immediately. I'm like, okay, and now I'm pissed at you for lying and for being shitty at it. <laughs> <laughs> fair, yeah. fair.
2: Now, I, I think uh, I've talked about this here, but lying as an artist is your job, I think. A little bit. I mean, your, do your art should be real. It should be uh, real genuine shit that's mm-hmm. what the art is because that's what an artist is doing right is letting out their shit that's genuine but about your art and pr and shit lie yeah. like remember we talked about the band that was like we're going to germany and then they sat in their fucking rehearsal space for two weeks and they were <laughs> like fucking we gotta tell them we went to germany and they did and it didn't hurt them at all helped them quite a bit then they went back to germany they got so they got invited to go to germany because they lied about going to germany will so that work for your band probably not
0: that's but, awesome. but
2: it, the, the premise is that uh, artists are, are always lying and they're always being at least hyperbolic and all that stuff yeah. but my other point when I think about we lying kinda,
1: you're a storyteller as an artist to a certain extent you know mm-hmm. and it's like is it lying if the story isn't true or if like you didn't live it or is it just a story uh, you know like, like think
2: about your favorite comedians it's like well What's more important to you, the authenticity of the story or that made you laugh? That they gave you that gift of a fucking chuckle and some dopamine. Like, I'll take the dopamine chuckle. 100%. Yeah, every time. But I also think of lying like, like you were saying, we lie to ourselves all the time. Uh, You have to wonder if it's like a, I mean, it is a self-defense mechanism to protect it. Like, it's an evolutionary thing to, like, give ourselves confidence. Because if we didn't lie to ourselves, a lot of the time it's like, god damn i need to do a lot
3: of things to right. fix but my it, shit but and it's overwhelming it's when, it's when that's when you can that's the only way you can actually change anything is when you actually stop lying about it and go all right well, but I'll how start. about this there's a problem
2: yeah you should fix the lies but we, we we lie to ourselves so much and it's such a part of our thing it's like maybe the next lesson is pick your battles <laughs> one at a time don't try <laughs> yeah. and get all spuck- I you know i really did like have a moment in time about 10 years ago when i moved to california initially where i i realized as a as a radio host at the time that had been a bit nonsense guy for fucking a year and a half just nonsense shit and so it opened up like a lot of truths about myself and i I just faced them all (laughs) and i ended up in the fetal position in the bathtub (laughs) like thinking about joining the military in my 30s like fuck i don't know what to do with my life right now and so I would ration say yourself a yeah, bit. Cause I, did, <laughs> I had a few It was a crossroads of, A moment where it's like I can really go into A dark place from here And you know so I would say pick your battles in one at a time, baby steps, one foot in front of the other. I fucking <laughs> hate that phrase, but baby steps. I know. God, I hate that I phrase. I like it because What About Bob? That movie was so lo- great. I was just <laughs> going to bring fucking, that up. That, about, that makes Bob? it okay. What about
3: <laughs> Bob? <laughs> someday I'll explain
1: why I hate that. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love today. to hear
2: a new story. Well, let's transition away from uh, lying unless there's anything else that you guys want to linger on.
1: No, I don't want to lie to you guys anymore. <laughs> <For> <laughs> Fair now. enough.
2: I love you guys unconditionally. Stop no, it. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, Jeff. You're going to talk about a little bit about conversational gaslighting. <laughs> sucks, Explain yeah. to us what the hell this is based on a story. So
1: this was a, yeah. So that fits right on the tail of our last subject. Pretty. It well. does. I, I think should, so. Yeah. I just <laughs> this whole the
3: show's flowing nicely. I had, I, 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 <laughs> I had this incident that happened. So I was at a public event, and uh, I was talking to this lady who who knows my father um and she talked to me for about 10 minutes i I just met this woman she's a little bit older than me but not a whole hell of a lot you know within 10 years i would say and uh anyway she well i didn't really talk to her she talked incessantly for like 10 minutes like i i couldn't say a word and for me to not be able to talk is kind of a big deal uh but she just kind of rambled on. But anyways, finally, she was, <laughs> was going to wrap up her conversation. And what she was trying to say was, tell your dad that I said hi. Right. But for some reason, she got, <laughs> she got all tongue-tied on the word dad. So finally, after she tried to say it like six times like Porky Pig, she spits out padre. Right. And then <laughs> says, you know, tell your padre I said hello. And I'm like, I will. <clears throat> And then we stared at each other and then she felt like she couldn't turn away and she had to explain away her s- slip of words or right. for whatever, like, I just, I'm like, hell, that could have just been a clever word to say, but no, now you're going to tell me why you fucked your word up. Shit. Okay. So, well, here it goes. I listen to more of this fucking shit. <laughs> this right. is fucking awesome. She's like, well, you know, I've been planning this trip down to South America and Mexico. So the last couple of weeks I found this. I found this app where I can uh, study how to speak Spanish so I've been using it so much that now when I hear English words I translate into Spanish and then I have to retranslate them into English and so I you know I just I, I wait, missed wait, that wait, wait, I screwed wait, that wait, one up wait 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 so, she, <laughs> After two so weeks.
1: Spanish wasn't even her native language no she no
3: Right. No, oh, I think she's, just been,
1: she's just been kicking it on Duolingo, and she's like, "This will be believable." Yeah, that's a <laughs> Yo, fucking. Well, that's exactly <laughs> <my> op- what <laughs> a
2: what a testament for that app. She's <laughs> like, "God damn, a... dude, it does what you're supposed."
3: happens after like two years of speaking <laughs> right? the language? She should yeah. be a spokesperson for it, <laughs> but in English and Spanish now. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she's got it down.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome, dude. People are so fucking. Dude, weird.
3: I, I can't imagine the fucking <laughs> the look <laughs> on my fucking face had to be goddamn priceless because she just kept going. And kept going, and kept going,
1: and I you wanted to respond it so She's fucking like, bad. I'm committed, I can't stop now. Right. It was, it
3: was it. so fucking out loud, I'm like, I don't even fucking know where to begin, <laughs> other than see. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't say shit, and then all of a sudden she had the oh, look boy, on her face, no. by the look on my face of, oh fuck why the fuck did I just say all that? Like okay. she, you could just read in her face of I'm a fucking idiot for just doing right. what I did. That was yeah. involuntary, but it really, <laughs> I, I, there's no way I could take that back. And she just <laughs> spins away from me and fucking beelines the other way. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's so fucked up is everybody has done something like that at some point in their child or in, in their, in their life, hopefully in their childhood, but even as adults, there's been times it sounded so fucking good in our head. Where you he just went yeah, off on a so tangent reasonable. about bullshit. Some, some people I think I do that every
1: week. Some people definitely do that more more than other people do. <laughs> yeah. well, why did
3: she feel so compelled to do that? Is it me, or was it her, or did I... Could have been a it combination was, of it. was
1: her insecurity and yeah, embarrassment. Yeah, for sure. Just getting you, you out of her mouth. And. She reacted to you that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. her insecurity was there. But I had a, it, it must have been my gaze my, my
3: stare at her for 10 minutes without saying
1: a word, bro, <laughs> which, which is so, so weird for you. <laughs> <laughs> to have you
2: in a room not talking with human beings in it, that's strange. Not often
1: somebody makes Getchel speechless. I know. I you just guy, couldn't get a
2: word in. That's a
3: powerful lady that, right And there. it wasn't very interesting conversation. I, <laughs> I honestly just wanted her to walk away. Like if she I, made it
1: She made it an epic walk away. Go I, ahead, Shane. If I
3: interject, it will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Go
1: ahead. I worked with a guy. Your story reminded me of this guy. He still... Lives in my head. His name was Derek. I'll, I'll omit his last name because he's probably still kicking around Spokane
3: probably still works at-
1: <laughs> He might, he might still so work de- at Best Buy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's but, only so
3: many
2: Derek's in right? Spokane that used to work at Best Buy but,
1: um, <laughs> like 400, but this guy yeah, right. he always Was doing that shit like he would just say outlandish stuff usually about himself as though it were a simple statement of fact and it seemed like he believed it too like he was just fabricating his own reality and most of us just kind of let him do it we're like yeah okay whatever derek but i distinctly remember this one day this interaction lives with me to this day <laughs> i was in a mood where i was just not willing to tolerate this um, this particular <laughs> afternoon I've I was seen probably, in those moves. I was probably yeah. also hungover knowing how I was when I worked at Best Buy, so <laughs> that didn't help either. But I uh he was he had just got done explaining to me how he himself invented this special screaming technique for metal music where you inhale instead of exhale. <laughs> and I was like You worked at Best Buy, right? Yes. <laughs> <just> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean the, the, the thousands, like, thousands of years old technique of it. No, you fucking didn't. But I was like so I didn't even touch that one. I was just like, "All right, whatever, Derek." But then he was like, "Yeah, and I've got a I got a headache. I've been having headaches like all the time. And my doctor told me it's because that my brain is, uh, like operates thirty percent faster than normal people's brains do. So it gives me a headache because I'm just really smart." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him without missing a beat, and I said, "Derek, you're trying to tell me that your brain." has to run at 130% capacity just to keep up with the rest of us I don't think that means you're smart bro (laughs) no no you just don't understand I was like I think I got it (laughs) dialed bud it's like you're maxing the engine out just to be mediocre bro come on (laughs) Derek didn't talk to me much (laughs) people don't like to be called out on their shit especially when they started off bragging
2: it
3: reminded me of those awkward conversations that I have either that I would have either at work or in public when I was a police officer and sometimes even now of people not knowing what the fuck to say to me. Yeah. For whatever goddamn reason. Right. It was just kind of that same thing, but it just went this little step further that was so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it really left a I fucking mark on me. So it was often, So
2: awesome. Or they just go off and they're like, and you could tell that they just like, that lady where it's like why did I do that <laughs> like he, oh, he was uncomfortable in the first 10 seconds of me talking and I noticed just, just I noticed the like, I just kept going it's for like, four minutes it's
1: like somebody who steps up to the mic at a rap battle just like su- super ready to spit off the top like, of their dome, uh, and then uh, they just like uh, 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 steadily uh, get worse uh, and worse uh, and worse, yeah. and, worse yeah. <laughs> and they don't <laughs> stop <laughs> just like I'm panic explaining right now <laughs> and then DJ's I'm just i making like, it hurt yeah. Yeah, I was thinking
3: it was gonna be like yo uh, yo uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, yo! Uh, that could uh, sound pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could sound pretty good for a while. I've
1: seen that in uh, real life, actually. What you just described, where they just never get a yeah, word out. it's just like, ooh, yeah. uh, but you know what? I can find you. <laughs>
2: But that's super. That's like with comedy. Uh, like you have to go bomb to be a stand-up comedian. You just have to. You can't. Yeah. You can't learn about bombing. Same with from performing other ones. music. Yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. Really? where it's like it's
3: just like well, same with any type of failing yeah. in
2: yeah, life, right? For sure. But public failure.
1: Yeah, it's a special kind of yeah. special or bom- special kind of agony. But what's funny is
2: it's like bombing is weird if it's like thousands of people and they're throwing shit at you. That would probably be pretty bad. Well, but, when but,
3: something becomes assaulted, it's generally a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, assault is sucky. <laughs> but uh, but bombing in front of like 10 people in a room, of 10, that's also this weird kind Cause of Because then
3: unique. you got to go talk to them afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, and and, you, and no, you can hear all their no bullshit. Bo- there's bo- between performer <laughs> yeah. and crowd. No, like
1: like people are like... They're like wow you suck
0: <laughs>
3: you really sucked up there yeah. good job we there. gotta
1: talk about this
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> right okay well have we have we maybe you should one? hold the sign outside the comedy club instead yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh you guys want to move on to the yeah, next let's thing let's move on okay this one is uh kind of light-hearted and since you got little kids running around and stuff this will be kind of fun for you but i'm curious as to what your favorite toys of all time are the ones that you played with as a kid mm. and and then we i have a follow up question to that but we'll start there okay so uh would you guys would you guys play with as as let's start with the little kids like what was your first favorite toy
3: mm. do you guys feel the nostalgia mm.
2: dopamine coming into you yeah. I hope so, so the I only hope so. toy
3: i really remember he man oh, oh. Well, it's oh. so outside <laughs> toys count outside what outside, outside to like big wheels and sure, shit like absolutely. That. Okay, yeah, so I, I had a green a toy? I, Excuse me, I didn't have a green machine. I had a big wheel. My buddy had a green machine. I was thinking like my dad only let me play with sticks. Well, um, yeah, I I the refrigerator. Box. Well, had, <laughs> most of my <laughs> toys were outside toys. Um, so sticks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> shit, like, yeah, a shovel to go shovel the dog shit. Yeah, I had that, you know, I had that same toy. toy. Yeah, boy oh boy, yeah, I got my own shovel for
1: my birthday.
2: <laughs> I, I had a special spatula or a, a fucking wand and a
1: big old tray. Yeah, I got done. a lawn for I'm, my birthday one year for the same reason. I was like, <laughs> that's a hint thanks dad i'm sure i won't be taking it when i go to college though will i (laughs) i'll be i'll be
3: driving it to school though huh dad (laughs) but actual toy like when i was a little kid was the evil knievel and i understand why my parents didn't buy me toys and this is a really good explanation of why. Because you destroy them. I, I ended up pouring <laughs> gas. It was the can evil oh, where you yeah. could crank the wheel and push it. You can actually yeah. still buy those that today from somewhere. That wasn't exclusive to
1: you, bro. We were all young boys. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it would be
3: really cool. <laughs> to because to I saw my dad play with gasoline before, so I thought I would give it a shot and pour it on my toy. And I don't know how I didn't burn myself, but it didn't happen. I cranked it all in the gas, <laughs> lit it on fire with the intent of pushing the button when it... After it, so it, it. Go, and the whole thing just kind of went up in a big ball of flame, and I flew back and it just melted right there. Did you expect so it to melt, or were you like, I no, can I was save expecting him. it to fucking just go down the road and go over a, a, a jump and it'd look cool like Evil Knievel? Yeah, it's sweet. really <laughs> Evil Knievel's fault that you right. did that because
2: Evil Knievel did that do. shit because yeah. he was a badass. And true to so, his name, that crazy, evil bastard. Crazy fucking guy. He was <laughs> inspiring kids, apparently.
3: <laughs> uh, anyway, so I can understand why my parents really didn't buy me toys other than like Lincoln logs. Hmm. Um, Rad toy, though. was uh, fun. Tinker toys were fun. Yeah. Uh, light, bright, light bright pegs. Oh, yeah, but yeah. The, the, again, the Lincoln log, the, the roof used to be wood flat slats. And I would sharpen them on curbsides to make knives. And we would, we <laughs> right. would have, we would have fa- knife fights with these sticks. With real injuries. And then like the light bright pegs, we learned that you can snap those in half. Ooh, and, and drink drop it. it. No, you pump up your, your BB gun, you drop it down the barrel without a without a BB in it, and it'll shoot the light right peg So we learned how to have BB gun wars inside the house. Nice. with the limited <laughs> and amount then, of bullets. Then we had right Legos now. where we built these rail runners that would go down the, the, the rail of the stairs and then crash into a wall. My, well, my dad, it was starting to chip the paint on the wall and it scratched the black metal rail, so <laughs> we couldn't play with it. So you can understand why my parents, I mean, that, that was about it for toys, unless it was outside. Like, if you're going to play, if you even have time to play because we have so much yard work, you can go outside and do shit somewhere else away from my house. Cause you're breaking my shit right. and you're going to kill each other. So that's, that, that was my child. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. That's part one of my question. Mine
1: wasn't entirely dissimilar, but uh, I, I think, answer. I think that was perfect. There's there. I mean, there's a lot of generic answers, like obviously fucking Legos and hot wheels and mm-hmm. army men, Legos, goddamn
2: Legos, <laughs> dopamine guys, you feel that? But Listeners, it, on Legos, Legos
1: specifically, and this is this is probably more exclusive to my generation. But Bionicles were my shit. Oh, dude, I bought them. yeah, I bought those for. Dude, me. loved Bionicles. Had so many of them. My dad uh, probably I got so sick of me. guns became kind I of my kids. Yeah, thing, I think I, I know, know what Bionicles, Bionicles are. World. Now they've got. I think they got the Bionicles. Dude, yeah, Bionicles are. Pretty, they're not the same as they used to be, though, man. When Bionicles okay, first think, came out, they were they were dope. But uh, they're what, like what they're like th- these little, they're like this tall Lego dudes. Then they they were originally styled after like, um, I think it's Rapa Nui, ba- basically like Pacific Islander mm-hmm. culture. And they'd have like interchangeable masks that give them oh, different powers. No, and they'd have like swords that are made of fire. And oh, that's shit. cool. No, that's not what I was thinking you could, about. they were Just... poseable after you built them. You could like pose them and oh, make them do shit. Sweet. Yeah. So oh. I had a ton of fun with Bionicles. I was big into those. And I was big How into old, fucking oh, God. that period. I was probably into Bionicles from when I was... (laughs) I I, I guarantee you I didn't get rid of them. (laughs) Um, No, I was into Bionicles probably from about... 7 or 8 until into my teens I still had them and I'd break them out and mess with them like probably till I was like 15 or 16 and then I finally kind of just let them sit in, in storage <laughs> but I'd still fuck around right. with them I'd have them? or thought they were cool in storage somewhere no I gave them away to a kid when oh. I was in uh, my senior year of high school there was a kid that I taught guitar lessons to and he he saw them one day up in storage and the, we were poking around in some of my old shit and he was like oh are those old Bionicles? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, whoa, I love Bionicles. I haven't seen any of these. And I was like, you want them? And he was like, seriously? And I was like, yeah, I'll give them to you. So I just gave him the whole fucking big he box of Bionicles. He <laughs> <is>. probably gave got a question, Probably. Or like a retirement
2: fund. Probably. <laughs> Before I hear about your Good toy, you.
3: I have a question because it was actually a toy that I started collecting as an adult as far as a figurine goes, but it was out of the the, the coin machines that you could get. Uh, I remember the Safeway when I worked in Toppenish. Used to yeah, have, yeah. They have tons of those. Little anyway, sets. there were these little, these little dudes, and they were called homies. Yeah, yeah. Guys and girls. I remember homies. Yeah, homies you guys were right. okay. Was, so you guys know what it, yeah. So yeah, I started collecting all the homies, and like, I, it was because all the gangster. I was a gang officer, and I, you know, I mean, I had a lot of, you know, more negative than positive contacts with gang members. <laughs> right. I, I would happen to say. However, you know, you had some positive th- loss, th- yeah. there, there became some some respect and understanding. We're just not on the same team. So a lot of times the gangs would, first off, come get their pictures taken with me, which was stupid because it would just help me in their prosecution <laughs> later. But the other thing, they would give me homies. That's so funny. Yeah, they would buy the homies for me and give them to me. So how many do you think you had? Uh, I Over 50 by the time. I mean, it was... Shit. Yeah, there was... Did you have a lot of I, I, And That's just a guess. Man, I if only
1: you had that many homies now. <laughs> I
3: know. I know. More homies than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> but I left them behind and I shouldn't have. I don't know why I did. Yeah, that does suck. That, but, but you have them in your brain. That's all good. You're thinking about yeah, them yeah, now. You're getting people, dopamine. Yeah. So anyway, listeners getting dopamine. I just had to throw out yeah. another toy as an adult. I'm like, oh, I, 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 I can say that I've done the collection of something. Yeah. For for short, and it was not, didn't have a value, but now I wish that I still had
1: it mm-hmm. just for a memory. Yeah, so. yeah and it is
2: valuable. Yeah. yeah, I
1: did that shit with Bionicles, and I did it with Beyblades. I got serious about Beyblades. Beyblades are cool too. Beyblades yeah. are sick. <laughs> I would still yeah. play with. I Beyblades. do. I don't
3: know That's what. what those are. I th- So back when I was with Alex and her boys, they had Beyblades, and I played mm-hmm. with them more than they did. They were pretty Dude, nice. They're, they're sick. I forgot I was about
1: Beyblades, man. I had it. so you could buy – so, so Beyblades, the bat- Zach, the they're, please, sure. yeah. they're tops, but they're, like, modular, and they have, like, different – style of weighted rings that you can put in them different bases that are better for agility and they all had stats like oh, this base n- is good for nerd. attack Ooh. this base is good for agility oh, you wow. know this base is good for defense and then they'd have tops on them that you could put and they'd have like different blades that came like not actual blades but just like plastic blades air right. quotes you know and then you put them they would they would no matter how you built them they were made so they click onto this launcher it's like a two-pronged little launcher with a rip cord. So you click them on there and then you have a little arena that's like sloped towards the center. Oh, I love and it. you and your buddy just go Beyblade and just rip the rip cord <laughs> and it spins these tops and they attack each other and who's ever top either yeah, the top will fly off. Fly, flies out or falls apart or, you Rad. know, stops. Then they lose the Beyblade battle, right?
2: And you collect a bunch then the head will run off. and then, yeah, and then, and then <laughs> you, can like, you can change
1: pieces between Smart. the different ones and I had like off-brand ones that were like, you know, Chinese knockoffs with like weight rings that are way too heavy. <laughs> you I know what? They don't, don't work cheat. very good at all. But we buy <laughs> those
3: are still out. I totally forgot about those. I should
1: look into I those. hope they are, yeah. man. Beyblades were a genius invention. I had, so I... Sounds like it. <laughs> my dad, we had a barn where we lived in Canada, and he kind of designated the loft area of this barn as, like, my hangout spot. And so I went up there and took a bunch of his uh, fishing tackle, and I got... what They made these, like, molded plastic arenas with, like, you know, pits that the tops could fall in, and, like, they would fight. And I took... <laughs> I punched fish hooks into each three corners of it, and I tied them to fishing line, and I ran it up to the rafters, and I spent like two hours messing with them and retying them until I got this thing to hang level, right at chest level. Oh, wow. So it was just like sounds... hanging there, looked like it was suspended by nothing. And awesome. And you could just like, and I'd bring my buddies over after school and be like, let's do Beyblade." They're like, you're a pretty good nerd, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty good at this nerd <laughs> shit. You're kind of a rednecky nerd. You yep. can build shit, too. That's right.
3: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Those are fun toys. Were, uh,
1: what were yours, Zach?
2: Oh, uh, definitely Legos for sure. Yeah, As a little guy, I thought Legos, Legos were awesome. But Star Wars toys were just... Such, that's why I'm obsessed <laughs> with space is because those toys were just light years. Like G.I. Joe's I collected when I was a little kid, and I loved those toys. And they, they put a lot of effort into their like vehicles and all that cool shit. But Star Wars was just this level of design. like They're brilliant fucking toys. Like... I don't know I wish I would have kept a lot of the ones that I had because they're fucking valuable yeah no yeah.
1: shit I especially mean, Star Wars stuff yeah and I had dude First, I the most valuable if they're still in the package right still. none of mine were that I was not <laughs> yeah. I was not collecting they were all I was a baseball card collector exact and I sacked DNA from ex-
3: drooling
2: oh and,
1: Food fingers,
2: For sure. I did a whole bunch of stories. As you can imagine, I, I did little stories in my head and did little voices Weird. for them when I was a kid.
1: I would never have believed that.
2: <laughs> we all do that, Chad. I just keep doing no, it. No, we don't. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you didn't. Get yeah, to I would never CH's. do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure a Bionicle guy was playing with giving
2: Bionicle. <laughs> I, had, work. I had
1: like whole seasonal arcs of like stories. Yeah, I was Making with my exactly. Bionicles, man. I'd leave them posed around my room, and my dad would be like, "You got to pick those up." I'm like, "No, <laughs> no way. We cannot do that. <laughs> no, they're poised on the final battle with the fucking lava monster, and I got to remember where everybody's at."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's like, "You are a handful of a guy." <laughs> All right, whatever, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Second part of my question. Uh, So what do you think about the toys of today? And like, have you seen, I mean, you've got a couple of kids. What would you want to put in front of them?
3: Well, Beyblades. Now they don't play with toys. They have toys. They don't play with toys. Mm -hmm. I watched them play with a a cardboard box for two days straight. (laughs) They like cats then. Yeah. Nice. They play with laundry baskets. They play with all (laughs) the shit they're not supposed to touch. That's what they want. Well, it I, saves definitely, you money. I definitely
1: did that too, though. I told you, be honest. <laughs> yeah, me too.
3: AJ, he has five remote controls and a, and a broken cell phone that he carries around. Those are his toys. He puts them in a car, and and designates them with either names or, or members of the family. Those are his toys.
1: Awesome. Okay. So that's easy. Yeah. No complaints. And yeah. and, and, and they he's not and they, but he's not begging you for the and latest Bionic. Play kitty, right? They play kitty pretty.
3: and puppy. They,
2: but no toys involved. Blankets and shit. Wait, wait tells one kid in the neighborhood's like, hey, have you ever seen a video game? And
3: they'll be like... Oh, you know what? We actually got the... What is that? Uh, the, the fucking Mario Kart. Right. Polly found that. Set it up for them. Okay. They were interested in it for about a day.
2: Well, you were probably talking shit like, you should play, yeah, you can well, play should it if you're that. a wuss. <laughs> if you want to be a r- loser.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ruin your life, kid. No, no. Three-year-old and just, five-year-old.
3: Yeah, they just... <laughs>
1: it's just not really part of their lives. Yeah. No, that's Kids good. Kids will latch onto whatever captures their imagination. Except,
3: you know? except AJ wants to watch the Roku channel, the how to set up Roku channel. That's what he doesn't want to watch cartoons. That's what he wants to watch. Huh. Yeah. I wonder why. It's going
1: to be a programmer
3: because he's yeah. probably going to pro- be a hacker. Or ga- he's going to be a super gadget guy, and just have all the geeky gadgets everywhere or he's gonna really do something with it.
2: It'd be it. awesome if he just dedicates his whole engineer. life to work for Roku and he just becomes <laughs> a guy that works at you Roku to make those videos. He's like, I always wanted you to You don't do understand. That.
3: We don't have Roku. We don't. <laughs> right, but he's we, gonna, in well, his he's future, got a, he's And he wants hard. it because it's got a, 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 the, the little button that you can speak and mm-hmm. say. Oh
2: shit, you wanna make his Christmas? Get him a Roku. Get him a fucking Roku for Christmas. <laughs> They're only like thirty bucks or some shit, and he'll he'll be like,
3: "Thank you." They don't you they care. don't really like to watch TV.
1: Well, fucking, much. he won't want them. It just, he just says, wants to watch the setup yeah. like, over and over again. Or, all right, get, get
3: him a fake tattoo. <laughs> no, he has a tur- fake. He has a broken Roku. That says Roku controller. Right. He's but get him an actual it, Roku. No. <laughs> Why not? That's no. <laughs> okay. I think you'd, I think because that's like. just a gate to other diseases. Well, you don't have to turn it
2: on. Just give him the device and be like, there's a that's what the the thing goes for. And he will be like, cool. oh, I see what you say. Yes. So find a broken I'm not saying one of those. have him watch yeah. Nickelodeon okay. and, and <laughs> you know, fuck off to the devil. I'm
3: saying you know. <laughs> anyway, so does Nickelodeon still exists. The point is, I like I, I bought him a this. racetrack, I thought it'd be great. I bought him this big ship with like soldiers and stuff, thought it'd be great. They actually played with that the other day. I was pretty stoked about that. <laughs> right. But, like we got him these cool magnet connects, they've got these these balls and bars to to build Forts with. They like that. But, they
2: yeah, like that this one. is like the time for toys Connex? though. Connects. Connects. So it was
1: like a so it was like a close second to Legos. Legos was always cooler, oh, yeah, but yeah, Connects yeah. had like the bars and like the little spokes yeah. To yes. clip them into. Yeah. Yeah. Connects were pretty cool. They were
2: pretty cool. They yeah. didn't they didn't hold on they didn't stick like, like yeah. everything. Shit. And
1: they were like, because then you had to worry about like the length of the rods and shit, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just like, oh, I don't have the right length. Exactly. Of rod, you know, where it's like with Legos, it's like eh, I'll just make some other piece work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Highly modular. I think that's what, I'm. I'm eternally fascinated by things that are modular. Like anything that's like Ooh, I can take this and then future things I get I can swap pieces out and stuff like that thrills me to this day that's why I love computers (laughs) I've I've been building them forever and I'm like yeah even though it's no longer cost effective to do that I like when I just rebuilt my computer with new components last year I was like Oh, right. this is the best and I was like in my kitchen in nothing but my boxers with shit strewn everywhere because it was summertime and it was fucking hot and I was dying <laughs> and I also didn't want clothes on me making static when I was trying to put this <laughs> processor in the motherboard I was like oh, I could kill the whole it's thing a so I'm just like bad naked in my kitchen <laughs> basically no <cooking> static. <laughs> no static
2: minus the meth and the profit <laughs> yeah. of the meth
1: like, and everybody everybody that knows a thing or two about this is listening and going Shaden why don't you just get a fucking anti-static bracelet clip it to something i'm like because i didn't have one and i wasn't going to (laughs) wait to acquire one to do this project
2: (laughs) i can also do this and it's actually kind of a cool story for a podcast several years later that's
1: 100 (laughs) percent wide of course (laughs) you
2: always think ahead like that (laughs) i want to ask you about Legos since i know you're a lego guy too uh take a thing or two about Legos. so like when i started with legos was a long a thousand years ago And they just give you a set of Legos and they're like build stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't ever like here. here, There was examples. Yeah, Yeah. so I find that there's two kinds of folk out there with Legos, and I'm one of the folk where I guess I just grew up not building anything particular. Just like look, I made it. I would always make like little X wings and little uh, and make the little uh, Tie fighters Mm -hmm. and do little Star Wars things. And so that's what I would do with them, and then play and then do story arcs and shit. Right. But uh, did did you just put together like sets? Or did you ever just like, I'm going to build a castle out of all these weird fucking... Or what so, did you do?
1: Yes, to both. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, so I never got to really mix it. Most of the Legos, like you could get like just the the boxes of Legos, like the little miniature foot lockers of yeah, Legos. that's what I That got. were just like assorted Legos. Yep. So I had like a couple of those that I acquired over time. So I had like just this big box of just mixed up Legos. Mm-hmm. And then I would also convince my dad because I got this... I got this uh, magazine when i was a kid i don't know how i wrangled myself into receiving this but it was like every month they would send me a catalog of like cool lego sets Fuck. and i would always and be like just dad cruel. look at this oh. and he'd Even be, like, you like, this he'd be movie. like yeah that's pretty cool no you know uh, it's, a, it's a french connection it's yeah. got gene yeah. he's like you got enough legos i'm like but i don't have this one you know? there is so, no such thing as and, enough legos funnily enough I actually did con him into ordering a thing out of there for me once and I was so excited. I got it He took me dropped me off at my babysitter's place. I had it and I was like, let's go This is my day and so I grabbed it I grabbed a knife from the kitchen and because there was tape on it and I grabbed the box and took the knife and Lacerated my index finger to the bone when the knife (laughs) slipped when I was trying to open it and my dumb (laughs) ass was like can't ever let anyone know about this. So oh, I like no. ran into my babysitter's bathroom and just like bleeding all over the place, like trying to clean it up. I'm in there for a long time. And yeah, she's like, Are you okay? I'm like I'm fine. I'm just constipated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm worse. And then, like all day, I'm trying to hide this like bleeding wound, and then finally I couldn't, obviously. And so I love the scar. so the scar from that right there on that joint. <laughs> sure do. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: Can you just get regular Legos anymore? on the lego thing yeah like the lego I'm cabinet sure can. or whatever yeah like
2: they just like assorted cheap, boxes man. In, they so they're not expensive. when they're just, i was, when i worked at barnes and, and noble I, they had just sets and it was like god damn that's 140
1: bucks or 80 yeah. not yeah it's like wow it's insane yeah. Yeah. i wouldn't i think to that modular point though i wouldn't i'd take my sets like the ones that are meant to be built into something. I would build it, enjoy it for a couple of days, and then I would tear it apart and mix it all in with the rest yeah, of the Legos. Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. like, now
2: I have new pieces. Yeah. Now what can I make? Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out, like, the thing. From- <laughs> I, get
1: yeah.
3: the, I get the marketing for the little modulars and stuff like that, but I think it took away from the basic Lego sets because yeah. everything is a kit now. I don't yeah, want to w- build a kit. I want If I wanted a model, I'd go buy a fucking that's, model. That's I don't what it feels model. like.
2: But I, I respect the yeah. hell out of it because it's actually this, this really soothing process, I think, to build. Uh, I, you know, I, understand a, I
3: understand I would just do it a different way because it seems like the more that it goes down that road, the so less, I mean, like I said, I don't even know where to find just regular Legos anymore. Yeah. I just think it's cool though Lego.com like, for me it was cool right. because enough, I'd right. like, yeah, no shit. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I, have, uh,
1: I would just get them and then it's like, cool, now I have new pieces. Like, even though it was intended to be a set, I'm like, these are still Legos. They yeah. flip onto my other Legos. Exactly. You know? So I'm like, I'm like, cool. This is just a new variety of pieces. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a small amount of pieces for like 45 bucks. Yeah.
2: It is, con- you're, you're right. That is getting kind of strange. And it's like, in this yeah. economy, <laughs> I know. they're going to drop their prices <laughs> or not exist anymore. But, uh, yeah, you think they're. I don't know. Fuck, I could go off on a tangent about Legos. Let's not do <laughs> Let's that. Let's have
1: a whole podcast I about might Legos. Want to get into it. It's not I just a ride anymore. It's
3: just no, Lego. It's just a Lego. <laughs> None of you guys were into the rockets, shooting rockets. Oh, oh hell dude, yeah. I got super okay, into yeah. Estes
1: rockets. I think, like it, actual yeah. Rockets? I think I, yeah. I
3: think every, everybody's well, done that at some point when they're about 12, 13 years old. Well, my school had us do it. So, and I told friends my Cub Scott about, group about
1: that in my adulthood. And they're like, what's an Estes rocket? I'm like, you poor fucker that's something i'm kind of looking forward to the future being able to do again but
3: yeah. man where i'm moving get get them when they come down is gonna to be tough oh yeah trying to All find the them. trees yeah no you shit have to fight a bear for them, be or a squirrel shit. or climb 150 feet up to get this <laughs> rocket that shot up 250 feet <laughs> that will be fun though still my,
1: my dad was a stud about that he built he made me like a uh uh he got me this old like big ass tackle box or toolbox or something and he repurposed it and like made it uh our launch control center yeah. so like all of my fucking rocket shit was in your there dad was just the, organized all the tools and but, but like basket. no he was organized but he did it for me and taught me to use it in an organized fashion right which i thought was really cool of him because i took like super ownership of that i was like this is my launch station like i have to yeah. build rockets out of this <laughs> and i did and fuck it, yeah, we had had some cool rockets, man. I got one of the big two stage ones where it's like yeah. the yeah. first one goes and then it pops yeah. off and then the next one ignites and yeah. gets to the parachute.
0: Fuck, yeah. I, I
3: remember when I was in seventh grade, we had a aerospace class that somehow I don't know why the fuck I we got had stuck in. Aerosmith that. class? Aerospace. <laughs> Aerosmith class, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, the only two things that I passed, the teacher failed me for anyway. And one was because we were doing rockets like that. <laughs> and I had
0: ro- oh, <laughs> that's a good rocket, bro. We, we built rockets
3: and launched them. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. And I took my, I, I caught a garter snake, and I put a snake inside my rocket, and then I launched it. And it burnt the snake in half and <laughs> came down out of the sky in a couple of pieces. So yeah, it failed uh, me for that. No About shit. half the people were like, and that's then an we did animal a, you can... then we did an egg launch Fucking out of a, go, a helicopter.
1: Jeffrey Dahmer, Jesus. We did an egg launch
3: out of a helicopter. And I just used a regular box with newspaper. And sealed it up like it was gonna go to UPS. It wasn't some extravagant fucking neat thing. People was building shit out of straws. Mine was like one of three eggs that survived the whole class, and he failed me. No way for lack of creativity. I'm like, but it's tried and true. UPS does it all the time. It worked. (laughs) He didn't like my my explanation either.
2: That's good though. Fucking, that was a good explanation. Fuck that guy. (laughs) That was creative. I watched. You know, we had that same kind of thing happen, and the person uh, we were. It was like called Able Learners or some shit. And it was some weird class. And they, you know, they had the oh, whole... that s- was the special school. It
0: was. I was in special classes.
2: <laughs> but uh, this person just connected. They they gave a certain tools, an envelope for this egg. And it was connected to like a rubber band and a
0: uh, paper dildo? clip.
2: right. No. And a dildo. Yeah. Uh, I thought dildo, my guess was fair. The I dildo was, was tough. And there was like some padding and stuff. But, and so they were just dropping it off the thing, just like you're talking about. Right. And this person was like just you have to hold it to do what i want you to do you have to hold it from the paper clip and then drop it and then he's like okay and then he did and it didn't drop and he's like you win cuz it doesn't drop and it was like what but they won the oh, thing fuck i know i know i know i know but, but he you know he was trying to be clever the teacher was like oh and the guy and the kid it was kind of clever i mean it's like it didn't it doesn't die that's how it just dangles stupid from, i know fucking fine <laughs> fine i did have i have one more f- toy question uh, to is, I want to talk about our daddies for a second. Uh, was there ever a toy that your dad was super interested in of yours? And what was it?
3: He well, was interested in... Mean, I, well, besides the Rockets, because that's
2: fucking... The only time, hardly he, the a toy only time my dad was interested in my toys
3: profession. is that they were on the fucking floor.
2: <laughs> so never once did he play with no, any of your toys? God, or no. Or enjoy of that?
3: No, we would, again, it would be outdoor. My dad and I played catch a few times. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, our... our, our Fatherly son love was made doing yard work. Right when I was a kid for the most part. So he never he never like (laughs) Or just being out of his way in general. So (laughs) So he never
2: got to really play with toys with your dad? He didn't sit down and like, Hey, let's Okay.
3: No, I'm sure it'd be different now with the man he is today, but back then, no, that wasn't the deal
1: i'd say i'd say games yeah i don't know if i could think of any specific toys of mine that he would sit down like i don't really recall my dad doing legos with me although he might have done like like an rc car you know like he would but like the rocket yeah i don't know i guess like i guess that's a toy but that was more like it's like an intro to a career yeah damn um but yeah he definitely got super into that with me for a while and uh we got but we'd get into games like he would teach me how to play games like like how to play dominoes and shit oh, and I nice. told that story about when yeah, i yeah. called him a bastard and he was like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i learned but, about bastards yeah he would teach me how to play how to play games and we would we would get down on that it would be like become our thing for a while like we would do we would just sit down and play dominoes all the time for a good stretch of time and then he taught me how to play poker when we were in yellowstone and then we were doing Penny Annie poker all the time after that. Cause I was like, I know how to play poker. You guys know how to play poker? Well, you, <laughs> you know? were that kid
2: that taught everyone how to yep. fucking take their money. <laughs> I was yeah. teaching
1: them how to gamble and build rockets.
2: I want, I want to ask you guys about your moms and how they dealt with toys, but I don't want to know about how you, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it almost seems. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say like, I remember my dad loved, there was this, uh, He-Man toy. And like, for some reason I must've really liked He-Man as a tiny kid. I don't even remember, but yeah. I reacted to He-Man a lot. Master of the universe. And so, so they would use that as like the blackmail to get me to do things. So they'd buy me one toy that's worth thousands of dollars now and that I just, like you said, drooled on and put up my ass <laughs> or whatever. that's bribery. Yeah, well, yeah bribery. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. You're correct. But uh, my da- there was one toy... like it was a tank from the G.I. Joe world where it actually they used to have toys that shot projectiles pretty fucking hard when I was growing up where it was like ah you put the kids yeah 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 so and this thing like he would just set up these 25 G.I. Joes that my dad bought partly for himself and then we'd just he'd set them up and we'd just shoot them and I didn't like that because there was no story there was no voices it was just shooting these things and so my dad's (laughs) like why don't you like this I was like well it took a long time to set them up and now you're just knocking them down I don't know but we kind of bonded at that and I remember him like that was the only time he was ever like, "I like your toy." And then video games, like you said, yeah. and my dad was like, zero. He was like Jeff, like, "I hate games. <laughs> Fucking, we'll give him a Nintendo fine." But then I got like a Genesis where it had this cool racing game, and he he'd like scoot over. I'm There's playing. There's always some game <laughs> that'll cool. get him. There's always I know. Some. my
1: dad. My dad got into. A few, he was the same way. He never really f- messed around with video games too much. Still doesn't. But every once in a while, there would be, come along a game like he did. He played. uh... SimCity 2000, oh yeah, and Sim I don't know if you ever remember huh. that one. I it remember it, of, but I never yeah, played it. It's kind of niche, but like we like got, you fly around the city, got, right? Yeah. That you built, yeah. And, yeah. It's like, and it's like you have to like pick up people to like take them to the hospital and you can like upgrade your helicopter and you gotta like carry, carry the fucking bucket life and flight
3: and in the sim world Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it, it was really put like his head that in somebody, the fucking garbage supposed to be land. like sitting in this empty lot with like and, like holding their knee and yeah. be like I'm coming I'm gonna save you <laughs> <laughs>
0: The
2: jaws of life and the helicopter are coming
1: So what was the coolest like frivolous thing your guys' dad ever got for you?
3: Ooh, like, frivolous thing, like
1: like something that was like, not something you needed. It was like I a don't toy think my or... father ever
3: purchased a frivolous thing for me ever in my life. Anything that he got me, I, I, I there was a purpose behind it. And I'm kind of the same way, yeah. actually. I just, I just don't bought do Polly. It, Jeff, Pauly just break had, the had a birthday. Pauly <laughs> just had a birthday, and I was couldn't wait to give it to her. I was more excited than she was, I'm sure, because I got her a fishing rod and her own little, you know, some some flies and all the gear I'm that can't she break needs. Break the cycle. Give. Give him a fucking hammer. And you know what? She's <laughs> excited as hell about it because it's something that we get to do together. But it's like, yeah. when I give a gift to that, I, I'm like, I like you as a human being, and I want to give you something that you're going to spend more time with me going out and doing in an, in an element that I enjoy. So, so Jeffy, I want to show Jeffy, this. He's a, gift yeah, he's, gift. A so <laughs> he's a cunt. So does that make me a cunt, or does it... Express attached that I attached, actually, I that I actually give a fuck about you and want to spend time with you he's, well I mean you could just say like, that instead I mean, of manipulating people I bought you a truck so you can drive me to work That's right.
1: exactly. can I borrow your truck please I bought you a vacuum so you can <laughs> clean my house I can see where it can from. be taken too far I mean I, I see that part
3: I'm glad it's a slippery but, slope I, th- I would say you know
1: so, I mean, balance. Like, That's all I'm saying, dude. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Sorry, my dad's <laughs> where you're coming way. from
2: is out of love and respect and like, I want to spend time with you right. and this can, that can do that. Right. And
3: my, my dad out of love and respect wasn't going to give me something like a fucking just sit around and jerk off and waste my time. He wanted to be productive, so he <laughs> productive. Would, being uh, being yeah. creative is productive. Though. So I mean, you know, guys be, are both whether wrong. Be a, about whether that. be a fishing rod or, or some type of gear that I needed is generally that's awesome. What has been through life? All right, Zach, was your dad
1: a jerk too? Or <laughs> just <laughs> kidding, going. Grant? We love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What What's the question, fully Again, the, what's the coolest like? Oh yeah, the frivolous thing that frivolous your got for thing. you that you were just like, "Whoa, I didn't need this. You just got this for me cuz you love me.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Uh yeah, I t- I was trying to think of that, but I wanted to hear Jeff's story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were like random toys where it was like I uh
1: I don't know I yeah, don't know nothing really jumps. out he got out. It,
2: it's not like he didn't do th- he did lots of stuff like that and when my dad spent money like he didn't spend money on me very often but when he did he always bought he's like here's the best basketball shoes Here's the, here they here there. I'm like okay wow nice. so I guess something like that yeah, where okay. it's like that's hey cool. I, it's functional. I need some basketball shoes and he's like I got you these Barclays and I'm like fucking thanks dude <laughs> hell yeah that's why that you know I wanted Jordans but fucking Barclays no. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he's like I'm not getting that kid anything more will see yeah. but it was nice
3: shit but it was practical that's, that's more what yeah, dads absolutely. do I think than, Well, but
2: also we, I remember when uh, else I didn't know even it. know what a Nintendo was until like the day before Christmas, uh, the year like 1980 something, 88, 89, somewhere in there. I didn't even know really what it was. The other kids like was whispers of things or whatever. But my dad fucking got that shit for me. And the way he <laughs> he gave me the like so I learned about it like the day before. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get one. And then he gave me uh, the games first. And like the day before <laughs> on Christmas Eve, they let me open one of the games, like a psych Bike or whatever. And uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then I was like, "Wait, but I don't get the machine." <laughs> and he's just, just like, just "Motherfucker, <laughs> it's like, motherfucking, that's coming."
3: You know, it was, it, Nancy, it's, this is your kid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so much. Of he's that stupid, shit. apparently <laughs> Yeah, you're not. My,
2: my family is very smart. <laughs> All right, unfuck yourself, Jeff. Let's let's lead us down to the. Uh, this is thank you, saying thank you.
3: Oh. Yeah, in in general, in life. I I think this is probably more relationship than anything else. But when we start relationships, we tend to, whoever that person is that we're with, uh, we tend to go out of our way to do things for them. We're highly appreciative of anything that they do. You got those chemicals flying. Everything's just, you know, this is all, you know, you got your your pre-red flag stage or that first six months where everything is just popping right along and you know everybody's in love and everybody's doing everything for each other mm-hmm. well then as you carry on within a relationship and maybe you're living together maybe you're married or not uh, everybody develops roles within the family uh, setting um, and you know maybe patterns that, and stuff yeah yeah, yeah yeah and and what we used to appreciate about that person now really if we're honest with ourselves it's become an expectation mm-hmm. and we stop saying thank you we stop showing appreciation for for things that speak for yourself do.
2: buddy but yes I see what you're i'm see. Saying, i saying in, in general. general
3: yeah of course um i d I, mean, I, I very much try not to do this and that's why i thought i would talk about it because i think it's been very helpful uh, in, my, in my life at this point i'm in the healthiest
2: relationship of my life was it, yeah it's it something my life, that so. i
3: didn't necessarily pay attention to before within my life um and obviously i you know felt the ramifications from somebody else but i mean even if we go to a restaurant like the waitress who doesn't even cook us the food we're falling over ourselves oh thank you so much i appreciate it thank you for bringing my food thank you for doing this these constant thank yous for all these affirmations and and it's not i mean the food is fucking great we're thanking the waitress right
2: so what you have to say fuck you to the waitress. yeah we (laughs) tip the waitress. that's not what i'm saying
3: We (laughs) we tip the waitress um but you know the cook really doesn't get any props for it or very rarely right so like, even if that's a, a home rule, I mean, let's say, you know, you're not the one that cleans the bathroom, but the other person does well, without them doing that for you, you would have to do it. So whether you're around or not, or if it's just a daily thing to do, or I, uh, you know, a weekly thing that gets done, make it a point to say, thank you. I appreciate you did that. And, and it, that, that's just one example, but that goes any way, anywhere in your life, particularly with the person that you're with. I mean, feel like you're saying thank you too much. Right. but but mean it
2: live with gratitude yeah
3: yeah understand yeah. that every start recognizing everything that they do that benefits your life and start saying thank you for it you'll be amazed what happens what starts happening when the person that you're with starts feeling appreciated again that's yeah. yeah i so think it it's incredible.
1: it's especially true in relationships like you're saying but it's it's very important in all of your interactions with people like even people who aren't necessarily your your friends Per se, there is maybe it's just somebody that you're getting to know, or or they're just passing through your life. But I've been trying to school myself for a long time on expressing gratitude for like quality interaction. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's just, and it's easy to it's easy to not do that. But like I'll have a really good conversation with somebody, or somebody, especially if they're vulnerable with me, or they share some like piece of themselves with me in the course of the conversation. I try to always fucking make a point at at the end when it seems to be winding down just be like, hey, thanks for fucking telling me all that. Like that was really, I appreciated that. That was a fucking awesome conversation, and I'm I'm glad we had it. You know, like right. and it's a, you don't have to make it weird. It can be just that. You know, <laughs> but, on the person but I've I've yet to weirder. have that go poorly. Like usually, every time I ever say something like when that to somebody, show, they're like they're like, goddamn, you're welcome, dude. Like when you sh- know, like it's, yeah. it's it's always well received when you, know? you like, show legitimate and literal appreciation
3: to somebody for what they do, whether it be somebody that you know or not, there is an appreciation back in it, Cause it makes them feel good, right? Yeah. you know, and it, and it makes them feel worthwhile and all that. And, and right. it, it, just, it was just something I, you know, again, probably from work and all this bullshit that I watched in everybody else's household, which all really kind of had the same flavor, just different tones. Sure. Not a lot uh, of different, different seasonings, I should say, but ultimately to the same other. flavor. Um, and then looking at my own life, it's like, wow, that's something that's really changed in my life now that wasn't there before. It, it, maybe it is because I just am genuinely grateful, finally, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and recognize it. because, And again, because of the changes I made in myself. But yeah. uh, I, it, it seems to have some some truth in my mind that, yeah. that, that that is a huge helper.
1: I agree. I think there's a really useful little bit of mental alchemy to help kind of maintain or cultivate your you know that attitude of gratitude is just to remind yourself constantly that nobody had to do any of the things that they did for you or exactly. around you. Like no there was shit. there was no fucking requirement for yeah. for Zach to fucking have a good candid conversation with me about past relationships that we've had. You know, it's just right. like he nobody owed me any of that. So whenever somebody chooses to give something to you, even if it's just some encouragement or a good feeling, or even if it's a physical thing, just remind yourself, wow, they did not have to do that for any reason. And that's fucking cool that they did anyway. Yeah. And a lot of it, you can know, get in relationships,
3: they do that for me every day without even asking. Yeah. Not special. But yeah.
2: It's good to be on. And what's fun when you're doing this life with a team where you're like, I feel like you really genuinely are on my team. And that constant grat you know, being grateful is how you remind yourself that it's like, man, we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. We're fucking. Whatever happens, it's like our little team will suffer together, I guess, or yeah. we'll, you know, Figure we got it each out. other. Yeah, well,
1: that's so true, man. Like gratitude's not just a gift; it's not like a one-sided gift that you give to another person. Like mm-hmm. when you when you engage in that, like the act of like giving gratitude and actually being grateful for something, it 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 kind of sparks some shit inside of you too, where you're just like, fuck, I really do. I really, I really do give do. a shit about that. I really do. And I, and yeah, I, I took a moment to recognize it, did, yeah. it. And now it means more to me, you Yeah, know? like that's, that shit's super valuable, but don't become one of these people. That's just like, Everything is a gift. Like, thank you, sun, for rising. No, but like, that's, that's, just that's totally that my mom. That's <laughs> what my mom was. But that's totally out of context. From what I'm outrageous. talking about. But, yeah, can,
2: I agree with. I agree with that. But, but it can happen. Work. It happened in my family. I hope there's
3: not a mistake with us when my conversation. No, not at all. Because that's just me being facetious. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and then me taking it to write to me and my mom because I'm a cunt.
2: Uh,
1: Zach has mommy issues
2: <laughs> and daddy issues. Me too. Boy, oh boy, did I just? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you for unfollowing fucking ourselves i think yeah, that's how you i, feel I would say that. less unfucked i feel yeah i was pretty fucked when actually we started. i think it's yeah, wow well, you, you seem like you're better <laughs> so. I, I feel great but i do think remembering to be to be grateful is and saying thank you is pretty awesome uh so i'm going to remember that this week i'm going to think about it a lot or going into the next week for sure
1: yeah if i get a thank you at the end of this episode zach i swear God. i'm going to tell you every right now. thank you thank you for he being
2: my you. friend <laughs> you cunts all right uh fuck this <laughs> not uh, that's not a necessarily a commentary <laughs> on what i just said previously <laughs> but so we're going to go to fuck this and i chose this week the american bubble mm. And uh, I don't even know where I wanted to say, what I have to say about what it. What is really? the
1: American Bubble, act?
2: Okay, I'll explain what I, <laughs> what I think I mean by State American State short
1: terms and intentions.
2: I think we all kind of know a little bit, where yeah. it's like the conversations that Americans have amongst Americans are very American, and they stay American, and outside voices from other countries, even the ones just north and south of us, mm-hmm. fuck you. That's basically... Uh, we're not interested in those, those things because what are we going to learn from you? We are America. Fuck you.
1: It's like an arrogant lack of perspective.
2: It is. I think. Because we live in our media bubble. And I mean, when I mean the we're bubble, I mean what's framing our conversation. So I mean American media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't. we've gone off on the media quite a few times, yeah. so I, I don't want to go there. It's but,
1: cultural too, but yeah, the media definitely perpetrates I mean, it a yeah. lot of the time. Well, we the Western, live in a Western society world has
2: a lot of pro- Sorry, the Western world has this problem in general, but I think uh, Europeans... The Europeans are like the United States where the United States knows and there's fifty of us and the Europeans you know however many European countries there are they're like individual states and right. blah blah so but they're they're less of a bubble because they share land masses with other nations, like <laughs> yeah. in, in more nations we and do,
1: stuff. but we pretend like we, we don't. <laughs> we, could, they, yeah.
2: we only got two that really are like <laughs> right? close enough to matter to us, and we're like fuck, you know. In Canada's like our our uncle, it's like just like he comes over in the holidays. Whatever. Canada's yeah. like yeah. the kid was always like ready on them, time. So here, yeah, about yeah. And, yeah. You oh fuck yeah.
3: yeah. You're just not fucking worried about them. <laughs> no, <you're> right, <laughs> they're gonna be all right. Right, we have a different attitude towards Mexico completely. I would say they're like you guys are. You guys are Ramboches.
2: How, I mean, what are we doing? You know,
3: we that appreciate that you love us and all, but... <laughs> Mexico's like that... You
1: gotta stay at home, too. That yeah, cousin so. that comes to the family reunion that, that kind of probably has a drinking problem, but he's really fun whenever he shows up, <laughs> <laughs> but when he goes home, you're kind of relieved. You know? I think that's how the States looks at Mexico. <laughs> it does seem like that's how they have look. No shade, it. Mexico. Been no, there, loved like it, We it, like your parties time. and shit, but, you know, <laughs> I mean
2: but see this is couch us talking is in our American bubble yeah. and I guess I say yeah. this because like uh, one of the things that the world becomes smaller and well, well, more I guess my point was we
3: create a bubble by doing that well
2: frankly. we create I think yes but we also create a bubble by living in our country and not expanding ourselves like you can do it with literature and I think the world is getting smaller so a lot of people can do it with gaming like making a best friend with somebody in South Korea and it, it makes the world smaller and whatnot.
3: aren't we one of the few real like all the European countries don't people like travel when they're super young and they worry about actually getting their shit together when they're about 35 <laughs> I really think that's kind of true
2: what in Europe they yeah get, well they have a few more vacations and a few more uh, <laughs> options in that way and they or, go
3: and tour and go see shit in different cultures
2: where not we need really do to be able to do that in America we work real hard here and we, we're like We've set it up to where if you don't, you don't get to pay your rent. I've, I think I've said so.
1: before on the podcast, I think that it wouldn't it wouldn't go amiss for there to be uh, at the very least uh, a really big incentive for you to go and travel to another culture that's different from your own, especially like earlier on in your journey. Yeah. You know, like, I think like pushing people to do that and giving them the means to do it would be so fucking valuable and that's what your point was as, yeah, yeah. as a, as a right. culture yeah. Yeah.
3: And, yeah and having the real tour not the not the tourism shit that i've
1: done you know oh
3: well, yeah go i mean go, go spend a month or with some two
1: locals and go do yeah. what they do absolutely yeah
2: that's a, that's a great idea so uh, it would give us some perspective for sure like even reading literature reading russian literature or mm-hmm. or there's some uh latin or uh south american literature central american literature mexican literature that's really interesting. That gives you a perspective that gets you outside of this thought where you know i feel like there's too many people that that it's that's a shallow uh depth of understanding where it's like democrats and republicans not yet not fucking and america whatever we do the world follows us and da, da, da. And we have these kind of like mantras where you know america is an amazing country and and there's arguments for it's the greatest country in the world but whatever every country their citizens if they're having a nice life should probably say something like that we live in the greatest country in the world a lot says of Amps. don't
1: say that though. i know <laughs>
2: a lot of them are realistically like for it's being just honest. not as good as yeah. it could be for sure <laughs> <There's, there's,
1: laughs> there are there are it's there very are, cold <laughs> <laughs> there's just a love long list of people from other countries that want to come here for one reason or another you know and that's yeah. not for no reason i'm not exactly. saying that our country's perfect because i love from it but yeah yeah I, you and
2: know. I, you know this is coming from a person that I, I love my neighbors i love i'm thankful that i grew up here and I'm thankful, and I have that pride. Like we've talked about, you know, the the solidarity with the nation and stuff like that. Even though I'm an anarchist, and I'm not <laughs> sure I I really fall in that same way anymore. But yeah. the Let's, American bubble is is a way of our culture looking at us as kind of number one in a way that's not necessarily earned. But that's not, not my. Yeah, pl- it's not honest anymore. Uh, well, for sure. But it's just it's a. I don't know. You guys see where I'm going? Where yeah. we filter the the. F- The ideals and the concepts through, without kind of looking at some of the, like, some of the arguments that we have in the United States are brand new for the world, for sure, when it comes to politics, but some of them are so old that, that, you know, different cultures in Europe and all around the world have been doing or have tried these things so many more times than we have, uh, where we just don't seem to have, I mean, we didn't even learn that kind of European history and whatnot. Right. And so...
1: I think there's a lot of... uh elements of like we in in america especially we tend to look at our our problems and and make these this huge deal out of them and like i'll preface this by saying i've never been a big fan of the whole like someone else's worst problems invalidates your problems because like problems they just hit differently depending on your relationship to them in a direct manner but subject still having said that I it it does kind of because I have I have uh, more friends from other countries than most people that I know just by virtue of growing up with exchange students that I stayed in contact with and being a child of the internet like I have I have a lot of really close friends that live in very very different countries and so and I I pick their brains because I'm like why wouldn't I I have these resources at my fingertips I want to know what their life is like from them you Mm -hmm. know so I can gain that perspective and like So prime example of what I'm talking about. This will illustrate it. I was talking to a a very dear friend of mine who lives in the UAE, Mm -hmm. United Arab Emirates. Dubai is there for anybody who's trying to place it geographically. But the UAE is like so, so utterly different from the United States when it comes to like laws and the way that families work with one another Mm -hmm. and it's easy to look at it all and be like, they're out of their fucking mind. Right. They're wrong. And it's like, and it's like maybe, you know, like uh, uh, there are like, so her situation is she's 25 and has just recently been, uh, arranged to marry this fellow who she's never met, doesn't know his name, doesn't know anything about him. And that's just how they do things there. Like um, pretty much every marriage in that country is an arranged marriage. It's arranged by the families. And they're like, here we go. This is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you're married and divorce isn't allowed, you know? It's like, it's just, that's what it is. And it's kind of like in in the U S like you're going to college and there's no, you either go to college or we disown you. Right. Yeah. And you know, and it's, it's even crazier too, because like, if you get caught (laughs) having your family, Zach, (laughs) if you get caught having sex outside of marriage in the UAE, they literally put you to death. Like, it's not like, Ooh, shame on you. You get a fine or, you know, like you're,
3: what if you're married, but it's not your wife. So that's credit score. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that can
1: they'll yeah they'll'll you, you for that they'll Adultery. they'll, no, they'll no, put no you in prison for showing a public display of affection in the u a e huh. or 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 they'll put you in jail and fine you for dressing in a manner that's considered provocative huh. you know that kind of shit so mm-hmm. it's like you know, as an American looking at that, I'm like, no, like, oh God, let me save you. You know, like, right, right. Uh, just come here and I'll marry you, and then I'll we'll let it stand for a year so it looks official, and then we can get a friendly divorce, and you can have cats. You yeah, know? exactly. You can just be safe. You can be you safe. Know? It all looks good on paper. It all looks good on paper. Yeah, I So and then, yeah, but it's you know, it's just like my my whole point in illustrating that is like. I can't imagine having those kind of problems, you know, like living in the States. And like, so I look her, it makes me look around at at a lot of the things that are, you know, blown so far out of proportion that people are like, so this is a huge problem with our country. I'm like, is it though? Like they're not killing you for having sex in college. Right. No shit. (laughs) Like not to say that we can't improve because we certainly can, but it's just like having that perspective (laughs) is so valuable for making you just chill the fuck out sometimes. Right. But some people, a lot of times it's like,
3: you know, you went to prison for, for selling like 10 pounds of meth. Like you're not a victim here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not a victim of the system. You think, are, you are the reason the system fucking exists. <laughs> so. I think some
2: people, no matter what it is, whether it's like, we got to fight this, this invading army or we have to fucking save the cats from this particular wildlife refuge or whatever. It's the same kind of fury. Yeah. I think people, when they want to help, I think they just, some of them, if there's an injustice it's like zero to 60 kind yeah of thing, or zero i, mean, I understand to 10. that
1: impulse but it's again like i say having perspective to add to that is super important
2: i think so i mean that's why uh so i bring up the bubble because it's like well how do you break out side the bubble uh like you said having friends uh and yeah. picking their brain is the uh, same with me where i have some people where i just every chance i get it's like do you mind if i ask you some cultural questions because mm-hmm. i'm curious Um, But news sources, you can, you know, most of us are stuck to the English language and stuff. What's that?
3: Yeah, maybe you can trust the news sources. Yeah, Yeah. uh, but
2: even the propaganda from other countries, you know, a lot of some English speaking countries or even like RT, like Russian TV, like they don't have any stake in, in telling what the American propagandists want? They have the dude, stake and telling the opposite. Propaganda
1: is wild, dude. Though. Right? you have never gone and like partaken of that shit. <laughs> you f- you should. They want to tear the
2: fabric of this country apart, baby,
1: man. They're, they they go own. hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty interesting,
2: but it's nice to. I mean, if you're if you're trying to get outside of um, these echo chambers, because that's kind of what the, the American bubble has several echo chambers in it. But you know, if you're trying to get out of an echo chamber type mentality you know it's best to to listen to the other
0: propagandists
2: to all the propagandists and to listen to whoever's telling the truth if you can find them well
1: but that's interesting because if you can listen tangent. to if you can listen to propaganda from enough different differing sources maybe
2: the truth is found
1: like maybe not the truth you but you start to see the pattern of it at the very least where <laughs> yeah. you're just like oh these guys are all slinging some bullshit yeah <laughs> and they play off each just other different flavors these cunts so right. before we leave it to, uh, to put a final pin in that, like exchanging culture, like m- talking to people from other cultures, mm-hmm. don't be fucking afraid to ask people from other cultures about their culture. Like, yeah, they don't we, get offended we, like, yeah, we have this, we have this no whole, we have this it's whole notion right? where it's just like, Ooh, it'll be like rude or weird for, or invasive for me to ask about their culture, but just flip the role. Like if they were to ask you like, what's life like in the United States? You and would, they, and you they would they do. love to talk about it because yeah. it's like, Oh Well, it's like this. Do you have that? No, you don't have that. Oh shit! Like it's 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 never it's never a bad. You might be the first
3: person in that country that person has actually asked, been asked to you know give their opinion to. Yeah, right. And they feel like they actually can. Yeah, right. Fucking, I. Oh, anyway, I feel like we could. That's a little hyperbolic, I guess. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't and well, don't ask people to touch their hair, and then you'll be fine. Ask them other cultures. Don't smell them. Right, <laughs> like talking. what's what's their favorite? What's your food now? You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give Touching's a shit. That's a
1: weird one too, though. I remember from having Japanese exchange students that I grew up with um, touching on the on the upper arm, like below the shoulder, between the elbow on the arm mm-hmm. there is like a super intimate thing to do in japan i don't remember like, ever and, ever and doing like that we thing. do and we do that like just like i probably did it to one of you guys today like hey yeah. dude like show oh, you know? yeah. the old arm clap and i remember i found that out because i and fucked the tushy up pinch. I, yeah because i fucked up because i had there was an exchange student named satoko and i was like we were we be, be, had become friends and so i came up behind her in the common area at school Great. and I, I i clapped her on the arm i was like hey and she was like, like stiff as a like, board all of a sudden. And she was like I basically just kissed her, right? Essentially, you know. And I was right. I was like I was like, whoa, are you okay? And she was like, I'm fine. I just let me let me tell you about something. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> let me educate you. My bad. Do you want to make out? Or what?
3: What? Uh, <laughs> I wonder if she, uh, she got that. all fluttery inside and <laughs> it's
1: possible. probably right. Because yeah. that's it's just like bullshit. like if it's, it's because because it's offended, been though. because
3: yeah. of their the, the way they perceive that area of the body has it now become an erogenous zone probably i'm sure why wouldn't that's it? In it. I, right. I don't right. know i it's I, like f- I, well it thing. wouldn't because of maybe possible nerves but sometimes nerves are really heavy like in the back of the tricep area kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. so how can i you never know yeah well there you arm.
1: go now you're armed with that knowledge whatever it's <laughs> worth to you all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try try
3: try nibbling on the back of the triceps, maybe
1: it's the thing might be into Fuck it God, i know 2.7 <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's, it's
2: gotta be somebody's thing that's listening right now all right. Well, let's let's say American Bubble is kind of done for now. But uh, I don't know if, if I even had a point. so yeah. out some tendrils.
1: Don't, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't stay in there.
2: And realize that you're in it like yeah. that's probably number one thing it's like the the world's big history's old there's there's stuff you don't know about India yeah, and China the United States is young that's thousands of years old they've tried a lot of the stuff a lot of the stuff that we're fighting about I mean even if you look at communism and some of the forms of centralized government you guys the, it, the history of it's pretty uh, actually it's like you know 18th, 19th, 19th century 18th century probably founded but it's still there's lots of it to look at uh, outside of the United States our little attempts at yeah. things like You'll you like, get a different definition of some of these words like communism and socialism if you look outside of the bubble of the United States and outside of the media sources that are that are shaping it in however ways they're doing it no doubt and uh, and same with capitalism too by the way a lot of people want to live in a place where there's capitalism as far as like local freedom and everybody's doing mm-hmm. capitalism as far as countries but in their local communities owning businesses and shit you see people really really want that and we have that I don't know. I can go off on tangents yeah. on stupid no, you're, shit forever.
1: You're, you're on the money, dude. And I mean, let me emphasize one more time before we leave this. The United States is a super young country. Yes, babies. Like in, the, in the scheme of the world, like, what was it? Babies. Was it? Oh, God. I grew up in Canada. Don't judge me. 17, <laughs> 1776? Yeah. Yeah? You got All it. Right? Fuck yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So think about that, though. Like, people say that. Like, it's just a factoid. But 1776, 1876, 1976, that's 200 and a handful of years. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's been th- uh, this the history of this country. Yeah, that's not long. No, like, that's not, really not long. <laughs> there's co- there's
2: colleges in England that are like four times older right. than that or, or more. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty pretty it's crazy. An
1: interesting
3: perspective. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's lots to learn from the world, and there's lots of wise people outside of like our dumb media our media is really poisoning the conversation well so deeply Mm. that i want to bring it up every goddamn time (laughs) we get together i know they are it's frustrating every every week to be like i I mean it's pretty obvious that they're that they're bullshitting us but why are these people listening why are there so many people invested like goddamn that kool-aid must taste delicious
1: you ever play that game balderdash yeah, yeah. Where you, were you yeah. like you're given something you have to try to sell it, even though it's completely yes. outlandish? You know, it's just like people like that kind of like it's yeah, fun to be on the receiving end. What's of fucked it.
3: up is I've never they lost do. that game. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> <No, laughs> <no, we're laughs> really good at it. Ship machine. We should five do that. We should do that lost. as like a, a bonus content. let The three of us play Baldur's. Balderdash, Balderdash that is, that is a perfect. Between game us three, it. that would be fucking fun. It should be pretty interesting. Probably almost even. Oh, no this <laughs> should be fun.
2: I just want to say Balderdash more. Yeah, that's a word. I feel like every time I use that word, people are like what's that i'm like horse pucky yeah <laughs> it's think. tomfoolery and bullfuckery <laughs> all right uh, so let's move on to the reasonable party since we're kind of in that vein anyway and we're going to talk surveillance and and
1: I forgot that that wasn't a reasonable list topic. I know, right? It yeah. felt like one. It, it
2: definitely felt like one. Could, it was a
1: Zach'
3: topic. You know what's going on. Re- yeah.
1: Re- re- I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh God. is that my reputation? That's your now? Reputation. Son right? of a bitch. I can't choose what I, I want to be the fun loving cartoon guy. Hey, <laughs> let's laugh all together. And this I'm is a- the only time you don't have to be. That's true. Yeah. I, I like being a cartoon guy, but yeah. I do like. I guess you're always a
1: cartoon guy
3: to me. Yeah, you're I- always
1: a fucking clown.
2: Right? Hey, <laughs>
3: fucking goddamn, guys. See, there's no pleasing this guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I turned it around. I'm a contrary deeply like in my bones and I, I can't even be liked or be likable sorry <laughs> alright Okay. we're so, still friends dude <laughs> thank eh. goodness you've all forgiven me uh, Jeff's like I haven't yet. I'm, I'm, I'm actually coming Give up with new reasons to say fuck you <laughs> so surveillance and this is one you and I have talked about this Jeff uh, actually hey, did all you guys know that there's two
1: L's this. in surveillance <laughs> hey,
2: yes. how, how do you spell it it's a
3: sir veil not S-I-R like, like no as you well, are not, not sir like man no you, that's like right. surname. 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 There. <laughs> so you got to get that right.
2: Veil, vale, like Black Veil Brides, which was brought up earlier <laughs> and in then the week. Lance. And then Lance. Like uh, which the I, guy from... So the reason
1: we're being so we're ridiculous. And there's two and different identity. veils, by the way, too, that you got to... True. Yeah. So Not not the veil in the forest, but the veil that you wear. <laughs> and not
2: Sunnyvale, the trailer park from the... Yeah. Uh, the yeah. trailer,
1: Lance.
3: Lance. Yeah, it's again. It can be slashing to So oh, yeah, yeah. Let me explain, because okay. everyone listening right now <laughs> is name. just
1: like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, why are you Breaking down <laughs> the etymology about? of this word. It's because earlier, Zach was when we were planning the episode. Zach was like, "Oh uh, yeah, that's fucking. I can't remember how to spell that word." And I was, uh, I was like, "What surveillance?" Shit, that's an easy one. And so I started <laughs> explaining, much as we just did here. And then I said ants instead of ants. Oh. And then they're like, they're both the both of these fuckers are like. There's no, two, L's two L's in surveillance. So I was like, no, there's not. So I like, okay. Right on I, the heels of being a smart guy. Yes. immediately to shine and he fucking
3: <laughs> choke
2: on the
1: clutch shot.
2: I, I had the benefit of looking at it on paper. It always helps to look at it when you're like, that doesn't look right. Yeah, don't so make excuses for I, just <laughs> I just had the benefit <laughs> yeah. of
3: misspelling yeah. it my whole career. <laughs> no and special. seeing what a autocorrected. <laughs> right? That's, That's how I learned. fucking time.
2: That's how I learned. But I try and remember. Like, restaurant. Man, it took me forever to learn how to remember how to spell. Rest our
1: rant exactly you
2: gotta fucking trick your goddamn brain yeah All well
1: right. I'll guarantee I'll never forget how to spell surveillance after this moment though.
2: <laughs> right <laughs> and a lot of people listening probably won't either yeah. they're like you know I had, I had a tough time with think the devil think of me
1: L's. next time you spell the word surveillance alright <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. and now let's talk about surveillance let's okay. talk about surveillance so uh, I'm for it uh, there's a lot we could <laughs> <laughs> this is a reasonables party so we want to watch and see we want data on y'all yeah uh now, I, the one thing that I've been watching in my life that's been one of the more scary things about our lives as, as citizens of a country is I don't think it's good that we become, as citizens, more transparent and the government becomes more secret. Like, I'd like that humans are allowed yeah. to play in the sandbox with a, a high level of privacy. And as long as you're not hurting anyone, and as soon as we find out you're hurting people, no more privacy. And we come and get you. But until then you know there's a a decent level of privacy the surveillance like what we learned whether you're for or again uh, you know say Edward Snowden and what he did and you know stealing things from the government to tell us the truth about some shit I'm for it actually and I know there's a lot of people that are against it but it's like we learned from him that the NSA is really really they they were doing all the things that the conspiracy theorists were saying and like that were going to happen in the 80s and 90s and that were happening in the early aughts Mm -hmm. and stuff. They literally were doing... Mm -hmm.
1: cameras in the birds!
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, exactly. How far does it go? But, you know, a lot of what Snowden put out there wasn't, uh, you know, was probably dangerous for national security and there's stuff like that. But uh, some of that was, like, they're Mm -hmm. they're doing, they're going way overboard. Uh, And I'll just say this as a reasonable party, I would like to vote that we don't do that. Like, let's just be ignorant as a government as to what our citizens are doing to that level where we don't, Listen to their phone calls and...
3: So here's the thing, though. I mean, that's surveillance of one type. But the reality is technology has advanced so much that the government doesn't have to do the fucking surveillance because we're surveilling each other Well, they can buy it from Facebook and shit, yeah. We're we're surveilling each other with fucking phones and and rings, uh, door rings and cameras on properties. Anyway... So we've chosen
2: to be less... less, So,
3: yeah. So we are doing it ourselves... Uh, for for either protection or just you know something that amazed us so much that we had to record it instead of help you know like a you know a train wreck or something like
1: that or I feel a like bad I'm incident. less against that than I am against like mass surveillance though you know what I mean like everybody I, well i well, accountable with the camera in their pockets or on their dashboards I'm that's fine I had, I had a, had a I
3: was getting to a point that it, Sorry. it's it's not going to go away I I agree Fuck the government you, I agree <laughs> even I'll being even, even being part of the government. And appreciating the fact that I could get warrants to do surveillance on crimes that I knew that, uh, uh, you know, it it was all by warrant. Criminal shit, absolutely. Um, I actually hated having a camera on me uh, in law enforcement. I I hated that.
1: Um, I need that for my YouTube videos. But, you know, because it was never never (laughs) something
3: I could use as evidence against somebody. Somebody in a case that was was always thrown out of court. It was only there to use as possible evidence against an allegation against me. Right. That's That's why. why That's why we
2: wanted them, though. That's what citizens wanted them.
3: But what has happened with with the reliance of of surveillance, either by the government or by citizens, that now when a crime occurs, if there isn't video evidence of whatever crime it was occurring, they will likely dump the case. Mm. Word of mouth witness testimony doesn't mean dick really anymore since there's there's no every there's so much video they they pretty much expect all crimes to occur on video of some sort Mm -hmm. and to the point where the the, the higher you have to reach such a higher level of evidence of a case that they pretty much the attorneys pretty much expect fucking video of this right What's so, so there's a real negative that goes yeah. back. I guess yeah, would be against there's probably, the government. There's
1: probably and, pros and cons to that. But thing, but right? against yeah. the,
3: but against the people too. The, the the victims who are genuine victims and aren't trying. You know and but because it didn't fucking happen on camera, there's no there's no justice for their side. And and that is happening, right? For sure. And That's a problem. I wonder if. Do but but I don't know if increasing surveillance is the right answer either, because I agree that it can be too much by the government for sure. Absolutely.
2: Well, you wonder because like when I hear about London and stuff, the the principle of you're innocent until proven guilty is like foundational to our culture and to what we think is justice and what we think is morality, I think. It's like you get a trial and you get to plead your case and all that shit and nobody acts on you until we prove something, really. I mean, we act if they're, you're dangerous or whatever, but blah, blah, blah. This kind of goes, or does, do you guys think this kind of goes against that principle? Like, if they're surveilling us before, I mean, if they're just collecting data and trigger words and uh, putting, you know, people on no-fly lists that shouldn't be there, sometimes which has happened, uh, I don't know. Are they putting? It does, does it does it connect to that principle of innocent until proven guilty, or is it just
1: that does kind of seem like overreach to me? And okay, like I, I I I've it's in the same family this, though, right? Yeah, it's like close. Yeah. Okay, I've I've had this deeply held belief for. My entire life, and I've, I've yet to be able to be dissuaded from it, is I think that people not only should be allowed to have secrets, but they should have secrets. Mm-hmm. And, and that might sound like nefarious or dishonest on the mm-hmm. face of it, but how fucking awful would it be to live in a world where nobody had anything that was secret? You know, right. Like, like I've read the, several I, books that have a bad. Uh, the idea, idea is that just it makes. Imagine them, it. Yeah. It, it. It's <laughs> exactly. just it's awful. Like yeah. even just imagining it for a couple minutes, it seems yeah. really fucking awful. The, di- like the idea in
3: its own is that in in public people behave the expected way, uh, to to not do those behaviors. But I don't think that that's realistic. In one, yeah. and and I agree that it, I agree with what you're saying that everybody. Mm-hmm. Should have secrets
1: yeah and I think that yeah. like so there should be I just feel like there should be this firm and uh, and well defined delineation between public spaces and private spaces you know and w- there's a lot more nuance to it because there's a lot I mean, I mean abuse almost always happens in, in what would be considered private spaces so then it's just like oh so what like nothing can ever be done about that no of course not like there has to be there has to be ways to you know enforce like you know (laughs) i jokingly brought up jeffrey dahmer but he'd be a great example you know it's just like jeffrey dahmer is killing people and and cooking them up and slicing them up or whatever sorry that was a lot of unnecessary details (laughs) sorry um but in his apartment it's just like like, oh there's no there's no video evidence and so it's just like whatever but how about not even so there's got to be some in between ground but like how about overreach of, of another citizen
3: from another citizen not even just the government for example you have a neighbor that doesn't like you for whatever fucking reason so they decide to set up a a, a camera through their garage window that looks on your part of the house it looks onto your property it looks over your fence but it's from his property you know how how invasive does that feel from another citizen yeah. too? Oh boy! Well, and guess what? There's really not dick you can do about it unless you put something there to try and block his view. Because, or ask him not as
1: to. I understand it, that's still illegal to do in Washington, though, isn't
3: it? It, it ends up being a civil case. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there there has to be other things that occur besides just that, right?
1: Hmm. Yeah, and that's a tough one too because it's like I've been in a situation where I felt like I needed to have surveillance. Not not pointed at my neighbor's house, but like those yeah. those fuckers that lived up. Otherwise, me, otherwise, it would be to illegal to have, have surveillance you
3: know? cameras on the corner of your house because it showed your neighbor's home or your neighbor's property, right? Right. right, yeah. right. But it, so that obviously, well, I guess I not. think
1: from what I honor this is just is me being doing. a fucking you know couch researcher. But like it was just like it all comes down to where the cameras pointed, which seems kind of silly because it's like lenses can capture a lot you know like (laughs) i could i could casually point my camera at my porch and definitely get my neighbor's house if i wanted to just i I got in the window sorry (laughs) yeah so so i don't know i guess my, my whole point is and i think we probably agree on this but there's like having public spaces that have accountability, I'm for it, yep. you know, like, like even as much as I hate like red light cameras, cause I think it's a fucking scam, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just like, as long as it is disclosed and in a public space, like, it's just like, Hey, as soon as you enter this area, you're whatever this camera. area might be, you're under surveillance of some form or another. Mm-hmm. So right. you walk into grocery stores
3: and you know? doesn't stop people from stealing that are going to go in there to R- steal. Right. They still, they know they're going to. They know they have a chance of getting filled Right
1: But when we cross from that into The TV that I just bought two years ago Had a fucking camera in the top of it Mm -hmm. I'm like why? Right. Explain why my T V needs to have a fucking camera that's pointed at me. I've jerked off on my couch, you know. Right, like, I, exactly. You bet your ass right. I taped over that thing, you know. because like, 'cause I'm yeah, just sure. like like I don't have anything just to in case, hide. Just in case. I don't have anything to hide, but it's invasive and gross. Yeah, they you don't know? get to get, like, they don't get to have it. Like, if, yeah, 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 yeah it, you know, yeah. Or, or, you, or more we should to the at least be getting paid for it. More to the point, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's filtered into that's my it. OnlyFans material. Shit's my
2: intellectual property. But
1: then you got phones, you know, and it's just like it's very obvious to anybody paying attention. That your phone is listening to you 100% of the mm-hmm. time. It always is. It has been, that and that's. Since. It's fucking gross. And people know that and they just enter into it willingly, us three included, because yeah. we're like, Well, there's a lot of utility to that fucking phone. No, our penises are no. s-
2: not not just on the internet, but it's there's internet saturated I, my pro- <laughs> saturated with I my
3: guess I know my price point. of freedom. Can I have one of these little boxes? Yeah, well fucking okay. Yeah, it kinda <laughs> so, is like that, you know. But it shouldn't
1: it shouldn't have to be like that, is my no, point. You know? Like it, it, I, think but, that, I think that I think that's bad.
2: Yes. So uh, let's take it, you know, to the reasonableist party, we have some say just because we have the technology to do stuff doesn't mean we should. We shouldn't do social credit scores. As no. as a reasonable party, we can be like, okay, we have the technology but we're not going to yeah. fuck you. And right. and we'll do, and hopefully the private market won't like that, but you know, we kind of are doing that. But let's ask ourselves as the the government like why would we surveil? What's the steel man for surveilling our, po- our not not criminals, our criminals, but our, our population?
3: I don't think that the government should just surveil our population. I think that any government surveilling needs to be done with warrant
0: Mm
3: -hmm. or or done by warrant with, with probable cause. So So
2: like it has been like, it's supposed to be like, like, like what
3: the police have to do. I think that our federal government up to our federal government should have to do the same thing.
1: I think it's, I I think it's, I agree with that, but I also think that it's easy to sit on this side of that equation and, and say that we're, you know, like sitting on the other side of the equation and I don't know if you'll be able to relate to this in any degree, Jeff, just because of being in law enforcement. But like when you're when you're one of the few as opposed to the many when it comes to I know better at least in some aspect how you should act because i have more data than you like i know that these behaviors need to be fostered and these behaviors need to be stopped in order for things to collectively be better and i know that because i have the information and you all don't have it i do so imagine that amplified and you're you're you know uh in charge of the NSA or something mm-hmm. you know or you're or you're the government who's wielding the NSA as a tool and so you have all this fucking information you have all the analytics you know what what would be not only best for you but what would be you know arguably as far as the data is concerned best for everybody at large and you also know that they won't like it but you know that being more invasive about it will only give you more data and it'll only help you to either better serve yourself which is what seems to be currently happening or to better serve the system at that point it's like well I don't know. Like I don't. I'm, so instinctively, but what you're saying is you're trusting the government to do that, yeah. and that's
3: where I have the problem because yeah. I don't. When is when is the government ever in the fucking history of the government? Done something fucking right. Yeah, I
1: agree. Don't don't mistake me. This is me steel manning right now. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I I'm right not championing still, it, everything. It still, that still I'm felt saying, like a straw man <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you're that's what I'm saying though. On this side of it, it does. But if you're sitting, if you're the one sitting in the hot chair, you know, I imagine your perspective would be different. Like, you would. Like, you I can would, at least understand, understand whole, the thinking. It's you know. a
3: hopeful perspective. Let me say that. Yeah. It or is, a
1: very <laughs> selfish perspective, depending on what you're using. Well, if you're if you're if you're not. Yeah, if you're using it for you know selfish, obviously,
3: but. that that's the whole thing about it being a hopeful perspective is, you know, it's still going to be used for selfish reasons. Yeah. And, well, and you know that because you just fucking know. that. Do you think you would if you were use in it for selfish reasons? Yeah. Um, I'd like to say no, but I can't because I can't think of a reason that I would necessarily need it in my mm-hmm. life. I mean, it's
1: a lot of power over. But pa- I don't know. I mean, I had. Yeah. It, I, you, you could accomplish damn near anything. I, I felt like I handled my. With. I
3: felt like I handled the power that I had over people with them being able to take away their freedoms and the rights. I think I handled that more than appropriately. So yeah. I think yeah, I could yeah, handle more I think more you power. handled
1: it better than better than anybody else I've known in, in a position like I'll that. I'll take that, that as a definite compliment. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I
3: think I think that I could handle that myself. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I don't know. I don't think that the
1: government could.
2: Yeah. He speaks for me too. You did a great job. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: Although it's, fucking playing cards with them in Rochambeau, I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, lot of states that would want your ass for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I just you know what, having a gift of being a of human, making fun a, of people and a, telling a, them to fuck off at the same time, and they laugh and thank me for it. You know, <laughs> you're feeling right. good. You're doing something that, right,
1: right? Yeah. <coughs> so I guess the point of that little diatribe was just to say that I. I can Intellectually understand some of there's the another perspective on it thinking, for sure, you know, but, but it's but it's still at the end of the day, like you're saying, it's like that's a, that's a lot, it's way too much power to place yeah. into, into a few. And, and again, as citizens, yeah.
3: citizens can have as many cameras as they want and surveil their houses, mm-hmm. and people walk around with them in public all day long, and there's plenty of video like that, and that's only going to increase. Uh, I, I think that it's wrong of the courts to have be, this uh, because it's becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, Having that almost, almost as an unspoken requirement for a lot of these cases that are solid and could go with witness te- with, with witness testimony. I mean, if there isn't, and victim testimony for that matter, uh, and you know, and photos and all the regular stuff that people would collect. Like this, th- for some reason, the the need of the video is at such a uh, expected expectatious level that they just dump cases anymore. That's I crazy. I don't think that's fair to the citizens either. No,
2: that's an interesting flex for. For, for, for but but it's, you know, again, with, sense with, a pattern. with
3: crime that's increased. And so the, the more that crime increases, the courts don't grow, right? They just get that much more backed up. Yeah. So that much more of your cases get round filed. I think the last percentage that I had heard... I don't know why I'm getting into this out of this conversation, but Let's I mean, it was that. already like 66% of all detective cases got round filed, which means thrown in the garbage. Right. Uh, for
2: round file make... is the garbage can. Huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the I garbage can. Yeah. I've um, heard that before. filing it in the T bin. So, <laughs> I like you know, both and, and,
3: and then, and then you get down to patrol cases. Well, detective cases are just patrol cases that are furthered, right? So that tells you how many patrol level cases just get dumped. Most. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So what you're saying is, easy to get away with crime. Yeah, crime
2: is crime is easy and it pays. Unless you do something like unless you do something (laughs) like a career change, boys. Let's go. Unless you're
3: a good citizen that gets a DUI and and really can't have that on your record. Fuck. Yeah, it's going to cost you a lot of money and and, a domestic violence. Yeah, you know those two things. You know, you know, I did want
2: to say back to kind of finalize the surveillance thing and to give it a, a steel man a little bit. Our government knows stuff that we don't know about the other governments in the world. Basically because we've opened the Pandora's box and every country in the world has a government that has people in charge that are badass at making decisions for us, you guys. are the <laughs> <Amazing>. best. They're <laughs> the experts at this shit. The, they, uh, the United States, they're probably privy to some governments and their agents and probably some rogue actors and stuff that don't like our government and don't like other governments. It's a dangerous-ass world. Yeah, And so the surveillance on fill-in-the-blank cu- country that has maybe a citizen here in the United States that's playing double agents and they've got a fucking hideout <laughs> downtown fill-in-the-city and they're like, fuck it, they're American citizens but we're spying on them because they're dangerous to us. Like, they, their plan yeah. is, if these fucking peasant peasant civvies knew what they were planning, we're
3: saying, you know, blah, blah. You can see well, like where said, I'm said, going. better have yeah. probable cause and get a warrant. I'm exactly. okay with that. Yeah. I agree.
1: I also have this knee-jerk reaction that's maybe bad of me, but... When it comes to, like, like, as soon as you framed it as, like, surveillance against a, a different country, mm. I'm like, fuck yeah, surveil the shit out of them. Like my need. I'm like, yeah, we gotta know what they're up to. a awesome versus them, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Yeah, so Remember like, the bubble, the earlier right, with the bubble thing. God damn it.
2: <laughs> but no, there is, some, I mean, it's because it's, it's not because it's people. But, like, it's you not look in your neighbor's yard, right? Stuff.
1: Like, you want to know what they're doing because they live next to you. So, yeah. like, is it different? I don't know. I don't know. Right? Like, it I'm not going different. and looking in their windows, but, like kind of want to at least see what's going on. <laughs> if, if we were
2: represented, like, as people by people for... Like, the governments represent a different thing. Like, the Chinese people aren't... Uh, what... What uh, Z is doing, or she... Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Thank you. Fucking A. Uh, what he's doing with his uh, government there is not necessarily the will of the people as they've demonstrated quite a few times.
1: Brief little aside. Did you know that he, like, grew up on the streets? Huh? I learned that recently. I was mm-hmm. like, he went from, like... He he went from street rat to Prince Ali, fabulous he Ali Ababa. <laughs> so
2: wow, so he probably doesn't want to let go. That, of that. was
1: just kind of like an interesting thing for me to learn because I was like, oh, weird, and like because that, yeah, that's yeah. like I I feel like I understand him a little bit now, just knowing that you know, like still oh, yeah. think he's a fucker. The drive, yeah, and the. Still think he's an absolute fucker, but I'm like, hmm interesting. Like if I rose from the streets to like the most powerful position in a nation like China Yeah. I'd lock that shit down hard too, it, probably. yeah. You know? <laughs> like, well and then
2: he became a. I mean, he's a cult of personality. Right. Like he's in the future they'll they'll learn about him like we learn about Mao Zedong. It'll yeah, be no shit. It will be that. And we'll learn about some of the stuff. Uh, this is getting, uh, yeah. taken Sorry. off the internet tangent.
1: Now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, <you're dizzy. laughs> well, shit, we can't put that on TikTok. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's probably another question that, that comes with this surveillance thing, uh, that immediately I think of whenever I think of surveillance, I always think of Edward Snowden and I think of Manning, uh, Chelsea Manning and, yeah.
1: and- Edward Snowden was like a younger me's hero right like I was I was like fuck yes noted.
2: Yeah. and it's kind of controversial a lot of people I mean I think we're, we're sitting they wanted him to die for what he did I mean yeah. I heard I heard Mike Pompeo talk to uh in an interview recently where he he that's what he still wants is is the death penalty for him stealing this information so my question last thing on the surveillance thing uh it just it's not surveillance really but it leads it to it like how do you guys feel at the Reasonablest party I think the whistleblower position should be always honored and whenever somebody does that protected and investigated and you know, if there's fraud involved with their whistleblowing, then we find out and we fix that. I think that, it but.
1: should be high risk, high reward, right? Like if you blow the whistle and it's not as you say it is, you should face steep punishment yes. for doing that. Yeah, if you're stealing yeah. shit from the government and right. it's not even serious. But, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. but if you do it and, and an investigation shows it to be a valid thing that you shed light on, then you should be rewarded for that shit. Yeah.
2: Exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. You shouldn't have to go to an, uh, another country. It's
1: accountability. And, I'm not uh, against accountability at all. Same. You know, that's I why, think that's why I'm like, you know, surveillance in public settings where you're aware that it, that you're under surveillance just by, you know, virtue of the social contract or you know, like we don't have to have signs everywhere. This like you're on camera, bitch. Right. You know, but like, let it be known surveillance in public. Good. Have private spaces where it's not allowed. And the surveillance that's collected is used for accountability not for extortion it's kind of where I land on it, I definitely <laughs> like uh, you know this
2: leads to maybe one last question um, NSA I mean I want to abolish it I'll just throw that out of the way uh, I love it <laughs> what do you got I mean does it serve a purpose that, that we I mean I have no idea all the things that they're doing who God, God knows what their what their number one concerns is are. is a so
3: government so. agency <laughs> yes the no,
2: National okay, Security then you know agency. what I want it okay <laughs> it's fair
3: fucking done
2: Goodbye. Uh, yeah, they spend a lot of their time spying on us and yeah, aliens. I that's, think it's that's alien. a
1: hard one for me, man, because like I, I have that same knee jerk reaction where I'm like, no, fuck the government doesn't need to have that, you know, that much power, which I, I will stand by. But at we the still same live time, in the world it's that like, exists. Yeah,
3: it's like man, <laughs> yeah,
1: like I don't want to. Still want warrants for
3: phone taps? Damn yeah, straight.
1: I don't want. I don't want to necessarily live in a world where we're willfully blinding ourselves either. You know, like it's like well. Infra- all all knowledge is worth having in my opinion, you know? So it's so it's like, it's just a matter of what's done with it where I start to take issue with it, you know? So it's like, but then again, whose hands can you put that in? Well, know? I don't I mean, trust even anyone nobody's, with my information, right? yeah. And so the nobody, federal
3: government, I mean, they, they get member. away with so much more. I mean, even I can remember having cases where I wanted to put a GPS tracker on a car, I'd write a warrant and it would get denied. Right. But if a federal agent got involved, they don't need a warrant to do that. They can just do it. Yeah, that's fucked up.
2: That is weird. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, well, we could go far on this one. Let's wrap <laughs> this one up, because this this is going go into deep. all sorts of stuff. Next yeah, yeah. time
1: on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Surveillance. We're, I think we're done on that. But basically, surveillance. The government shouldn't be doing that.
3: Yeah. And when you say, yeah. you, what did it say you thought of surveillance? You said, when I think of surveillance, I think of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, when I think of surveillance, I think of sitting in a fucking old, beat to shit car that we took out that we took out of an auction and I'm sitting there for 12 hours I gotta pee I haven't eaten in like two days is this a stakeout yeah it's like a stakeout you're fighting going and getting donuts you just fucking want to kill the guy next to you in the car because there's nothing left to fucking talk about nothing's happening when it's supposed to your fucking windows are fogged up people are coming up and asking you who you are Anyway, that well, seems I like thinking. a
1: real stakeout situation. Yeah, <laughs> it does it sounds like to me? That reminds
2: me of Turner and Hooch. So there should be like a, a dog day Bordeaux in the backseat oh, chewing on it.
3: That's
1: what I think of when you say that. That's Sir a great it. movie, by the way. I love that movie. That Turner was Turner cool. and Hooch.
2: Dog Day Bordeaux. I love that. Just saying that. All right, we've got two things left here for our ride this time. We've looped the fucking looped
1: today, you <laughs> yeah. guys. This we so started fun. out so silly, and then we were just like, the government. You should be thankful, but not for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've probably contradicted my own belief system six times and said stupid things throughout the
1: like every 12
2: seconds yep. i've said something stupid so
1: that's just part of our uh, collective personality here at just right i think <laughs> that's how we but do But we're self-aware about it goddamn right. it. <laughs> well that leads to actually
2: our advice that we give ourselves this one's from me uh you know as a performer and whatnot i didn't naturally get on stage easily and i still don't really but i I do most of the time. The moment a note comes so out, I'm pretty happy. I push
1: you on the stage. Yeah,
2: Shaden's usually giving me some encouragement. If he's not having his, Robin is am like, get out there. But one of the reasons, one of the ways that I, I've always kind of talked myself into being okay in the moment when it's a high pressure situation like that, drugs. Besides the drugs, no. uh, actually, goddamn drugs bother me so much in that situation. No, <laughs> like marijuana helps me z- negative five thousand <laughs> um, percent. But no, I just remember that everyone is insecure. Like the people that are going to cr- criticize whatever the, of your performance, of your art, of whatever you said of this podcast, whatever the criticisms or whoever they are, whomever they may be, they're insecure too. Yeah, like the critics that write about movies that cost you know a hundred million dollars and some guys like. They let me have hundred billion million. This is my chance. I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to be in charge of 155 crew members. We're going to make this beautiful art. I've got this great script. And then people are like, I don't like it. It's very...
1: And I don't like the... And you're, the lighting is... Bleh. Listen, the new and Star Wars like, movies did suck, right? I, fair enough. No, no, I get it. Not, not everything still sold gets sold. a gold. <laughs> not gold star.
2: I'm not saying everything gets a gold star. But the person that is saying... Uh, these criticisms they're insecure too like they may come across strident and they may come across like they know it all and that they're right about it you know mm. but they're still insecure and they still were like god what's that lump on my dick and or vagina or whatever you know <laughs> they're all they're, they're all wondering like god oh, damn my body's weird and they're all like god damn my brain's stupid or weird or maybe a, my voice sounds stupid yeah or what are these people that i, I kind of like think about me all those things happen All the time to every single person around you, including the most confident people that you know uh, Because it's just the way life is well. It's just the way that we're wired. We're afraid of a lot of shit
1: Can I get a little philosophical and riff on that for a second, please? So I wonder how much of that I have a theory and I'm probably not the first person to think this up, but uh, I have a theory that a lot of our insecurities that we hold are owing in large portion to the fact that we only ever see ourselves through a warped perspective. Like through the mirror? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like a perfect example, actually. So have you guys ever heard of the True Mirror? It's a company yeah. called True Mirror. Yeah. Uh, you've ever watched videos of people, people looking in it for it, the first like, time? that's what I actually look like? Yeah. yeah. And like, not in a bad way either. Like, I mean, kind of. Like, they're they're like... Whoa, that's what I look like. But then they look at it, and then and then he tells them to smile at themselves in the mirror that actually shows them, because mirrors are reversed, right? Every mm-hmm. time you look in a mirror, you're seeing a reverse image right. of yourself. And because of the way that it's the that it's formulated, it's further distance. You don't see you don't see any of the actual emotion that other people pick up on when they look at you. So then he would have these people look in these true mirrors, which is like a combination of mirrors at a different angle, in order to show you the way that other people see you and you'd be like now look in your own eyes and smile and see what happens and like people like cry cry yeah yeah no shit because yeah. they're like I wanna do that they I know like, right me too yeah, yeah. I, I, wanna, I, w- I wanna buy one you can buy them you can how buy much, like little ones how much are they you, there's like little personal ones that are like a box essentially that you can buy and I think they're like 80 bucks or something. Oh, you guys. So we need to get one. <laughs> okay. yeah. But, but all that is, all Com that is to say, guy. yeah, seriously, <laughs> Patreon right. we're buying true mirrors. They have like big, huge stand. Yeah, like a full too, body but, one would yeah. be awesome.
3: Yeah. That would be super important, I think. To
2: see what your actual body looks like. And I your want, actual I want to do stuff. a super,
1: super bad. Cause it's like, cause yeah. like people are like, holy shit. Like, I don't like, I'd never seen that's myself me, before. and and I can actually see the like it's like I'm looking. at at it three me dimensional by it. chance?
3: Or with the extra mirrors from the side, do you know if it, is it still just a two dimensional?
1: It still looks like it's two dimensional, like a mirror does. I mean, you okay. can kind of see three dimensions in a mirror, but it's like it still looks like you're. From, I mean, but I'm only seeing it in a video, so who knows? I don't right. know, you know. Okay. But but
3: uh, <laughs> I'm only seeing it two dimensional. Right, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Okay. So,
2: but I mean, well, don't you see yourself when you get a? I mean, it's an image in a photo. In a photo, you you see yourself. Uh, well that's that's filtered through too. Lens yeah. in a mirror. God damn, yeah. bro.
1: That's what I mean. The more you think about you it, and then for and you? then you see yourselves.
3: <sighs> Was I? Did I just get really deep for you? <laughs> when all, all of this is too deep.
1: So, but think about that, right? So, you, people people are insecure. What's the What's the best gift you could give somebody who's insecure? Whether it's a, as a performer, for them or as to see a you the way
3: that you see them. Exactly. Man, yeah.
1: right? So, yeah. so whenever, like, yes, remind yourself that everybody's insecure. But then the best way to cure your own insecurity oftentimes is to give somebody perspective on themselves that's like, hey, did you know that you're really fucking attractive? I don't know as a dumb example you know, or just like the dude the color of your eyes are like dope, you know like thank you Shade. shit I like appreciate that, that you know, that. You know exactly. where it's just like and <laughs> I mean, I don't know those are silly examples, but just like you know I've noticed this about your character, your behavior and I just wanted, I don't know if anybody's ever told you, but that's fucking rad. You
3: what know? is interesting, actually, in what you're talking about, I think all three of us do it quite a bit. When we engage with somebody, we mm-hmm. usually give a compliment. Yep. Yeah. And then we usually pick something specific out about their day or their shirt or their hat or or whatever, and compliment something very specifically. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a compliment. And then we pick all them three of those them Yeah, and then we tear them apart after <laughs> that. Really created structure. that bond.
1: Because who doesn't yeah. love building something? Just <laughs> to tear well, down when they, when, when they metal walk metal away, bubble. they at least
3: know you like That's their
2: shirt. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. You're like, I'm going to wear that shirt again sometime. Yeah, but I was I feel killing mad. it
3: with the shirt. Yeah, You understand what I'm saying. yeah. I mean, that becomes a behavior that actually you can carry with you and it's a practice behavior just like anything else but it becomes very genuine and it's amazing the people that help people perceive you when you excuse me
1: <coughs> there's no excuse for you when, <laughs> thank you
3: when you walk in and start complimenting people in the room you get perceived a lot different yeah. than you would
1: any other way right when somebody feels seen they all of a sudden start to see you a little bit too i mm-hmm. find you know so it's like and you see all this is assuming that you're being genuine not just be like hey buddy nice right. shirt hey, yeah buddy, manipulation oh man you got great tits right. yeah. fact, well, and I'm gonna tell <laughs> you that like, don't, people don't can, be that guy don't do that one. <laughs> yeah. no,
3: I mean when you do it be genuine about it uh, genuine about it because you can be seen through and if you're not yeah. seen seen through Seen, seen through right. if you're not. And that was a fucking cool word. Thrun. We'll throw that in the, the It's like a trialogue <laughs> Where we can seen through and stuff. Oh, <laughs> man. If we try to seen through try to seen through in life.
1: T-H-R-E-W-N. Thrun. Wow. I was thinking T-H-R-O-O-N. Anyway, I didn't finish my thought now. That sounds like
3: something out of fucking Skyrim. Right. I got sidetracked on my own shit. And I
2: forgot
1: what the hell I was saying. <laughs> you know, we, just, got, so fun. we happily derailed our Right well we started we started with
3: everyone
2: is insecure <laughs> yeah and i think we all had our thoughts on that yeah and, and but it's true it's a good thing to remember
1: and mm-hmm. yeah. the best antidote to it is to give other people validation i think, I think you're that's a good oh one. i
3: say that's what i'm saying people will see through if you're being full of shit as far as you know yeah. give them compliments but yeah. if it does become who you are it's, it, it's a confidence that when you when you do that i mean it, it quite frankly it can control a room yeah Yeah.
2: but imagine doing the opposite and people do that too where they're you know constantly complaining constantly bitching about the world or bringing negative energy to stuff
1: performing is a prime example of what exactly what we're talking about because that's something that it's really hard to learn as a performer initially because you're up there and you're immediately placed into this position of being insecure and feeling inadequate and then Everything from that point compounds in either one direction or the other. Mm -hmm. Either (laughs) either you connect with people and then that becomes cyclical and it becomes a great experience for everybody involved or you disconnect hard from each other and it's arguably one of the worst experiences you could have on both sides of it. Nobody likes a fucking guy who's sitting up on stage and just like... You know, like, right. you guys don't, you aren't even listening. Pay attention. Like, Dude. fucking don't do I've that. Seen that <laughs> I've seen that happen a lot fucking of Fucking don't do that. Nobody likes it. Imagine being on the other side of it. It's terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but then as a performer, if you look out there, and everybody out there is nervous, too, because they're suddenly part of this social contract that they may or may not have even asked for. And they're like, <laughs> oh, God, this guy's trying Please to don't take suck. my <laughs> attention, and he might draw attention to me, and he's got a microphone, so this is scary. But if you give them permission to be to be like hey i'm i came here to have fun and i want you guys to have fun with me and it's okay you can do stuff right now when i'm up here and in charge that you can't do normally and people let you get away with it you can get up and howl like a wolf go ahead try it i'll do it with you you know like weird little shit like that that seems silly but once you break that ice and give people permission to not be like stuck in their own head it's great it's fucking great one of the best experiences you can ever have i think
2: I, I was in a theater while you were talking the whole time, having fun with the audience. It's such a oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, everyone's everyone's afraid of everyone. Okay, everyone's Let's, a
1: piece of shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Last thing. And I love this segment now. Shaden's going to lead us through the badass of history this time.
0: Ooh, and yeah.
2: this one's a bit controversial, is I think. it though? It is a bit. Is it? I think that he this man has kind of gotten I'll He touch might be on like the, the godfather of toxic masculinity for uh, I'll touch on that a little some, bit. <laughs>
1: but we're going to We're going to talk about Ernest Hemingway this time. Okay, I think time. there's
2: a caveman those godfather. You know,
1: and maybe at some point we'll set out, we'll set out like a like you guys do on the dipshit files, where it's like we're gonna rank you in different areas mm. of of dipshittery. <laughs> we, we can maybe come up with a ranking system for, for badassery. badassery. Fuck yeah! Because yeah, like, like, there's definitely some areas where Ernest Hemingway is not very high ranked in, sure. on, a bat, on a badass, but there are definitely some where he like punched through what, the roof. What a life! Right? Regardless, yeah. such a life, right? Okay, Let's so learn. Ernest Hemingway. Um, I'm just going to, like, he he had a crazy life, so I'm just going to run you through some of the key points, and it'll be a little bit rapid fire, so. I'm ready. uh, Jeff's
2: not. Jeff's busy doing other stuff.
1: Ernest Hemingway. (laughs) I just called you out, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading a love letter. Okay, hopefully it was not an emergency. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Get a room. (laughs) Not in in my house. He loves him. Gross. Not during our (laughs) podcast. All right, so Ernest Hemingway was a very prolific Author for anybody who isn't familiar, um, he was born eighteen ninety nine in uh, Oak Park, Illinois, and uh, he, he later went on to describe that place as uh, a place of wide lawns and narrow minds. <laughs> <Ooh, nice. laughs> he was didn't like his neighbors. He was child number two of six children, uh, and uh, his dad was a doctor, and um, or sorry, his mother was a doctor, and no. That wasn't allowed My notes are a little bit messed up here Okay, (laughs) Clarence Hemingway was a doctor And Grace, the mother Was a music teacher Okay, They didn't let women do
2: medical things (laughs) Go
1: Yeah, so anyway um, Fun little fact About him, when he was uh, From infancy until he was About six, his mother insisted on dressing him Like a girl, like wouldn't let him cut his hair And had him wear dresses Uh, Churchill, yeah And I don't know. Was that true about Churchill, too?
3: I I believe I seem to remember something about that. Anyway, sorry, continue about your Fact check.
1: Which, uh, I really don't have any feelings about except for it amuses me to know that, but I thought it was an interesting little
2: (laughs) (laughs) tidbit. That's, isn't that, that's a very not talked about thing, not to go off on a tangent or anything, but like that, the mom, because I kind of had an overbearing mom. Did she dress you like
3: a girl? No, she did
2: not, thankfully, but, uh, where where they their narcissism creeps onto the children where they kind of just push things on them. That's anyway, sorry, that I just read something about that, and then I heard somebody talking about that, and then you just did that. and it's like, <laughs> God damn, there are those moms out there where they're just like, it's so selfish and so
1: i don't even know like, evil like these i created these i'll do what the fuck i want with yeah. them kind of an well, attitude. it's like yeah. i don't care what this does to them well that kind of sounded like the situation with hemingway right because so while while this was being foisted upon him his uh his older sister was being dressed as a boy and like made to like drop off all her hair and all that shit so it was, really? she was just like having a little role reversal with huh. her kids huh. Uh, not sure why explain that
3: 2022 back then (laughs) but
1: but but then interestingly enough uh, the reason I say that it probably wasn't a healthy arrangement for him was because in adulthood um, Hemingway's friend uh, John Dos Passos Described Hemingway as the only man he ever knew who truly hated his mother. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much of it was from that, or maybe they had troubles later on. But, uh, yeah, that was. That it probably was, didn't
2: set him up right for you know getting along in society. That's the only reason why it's like, well, what the fuck? Because yeah. as far as dressing in garb, again, it's Western bubble. Yeah, you know, so it's like.
1: I mean, let your kids dress how they want. Western reason, I think, is yeah. fine. You know, but like when you're whenever when you're, you're purposely, when you're purposely making them yeah, like your yeah. kids
2: gonna get like so much shit at school. You're like,
1: yay! I don't know. (laughs) why you would be that way that doesn't seem right
2: yeah so yeah
1: so anyway little hemingway goes on uh, and in high school he starts proving himself as a good student uh, athlete he was boxing and playing football and he was writing for the school newspaper and that's kind of what sort of began to mold him and set his uh set his direction um so he graduated and uh Decided, nah, I'm not going to college. I'm going to get a job as a cub reporter for the Kansas City Star newspaper, nice. and uh, that that the style guidelines there kind of guided uh, the rest of his career. You know, use short sentences, short first paragraphs, and vigorous English. So, and that was kind of if you've ever read Hemingway, English, yeah, yeah vigorous a, English would a be a good way, good way to put it. To put it yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so, uh, so then 1918, this is where things start to get crazy for Hemingway. He leaves the newspaper, and uh, he joins the U.S. Army so that he can go, well, he tries to join the Army so he can go fight in World War I. Um, The Army rejected him because he had shitty eyesight, so uh, he Ow. volunteered as a driver with the Red Cross ambulance corps. So he went anyway, <laughs> right? You just can drive for we, us, you, you know, You're right. right? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> can, you, can you see the road? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah. Come on. <laughs> it, I, oh, we ran over the guy who's trying to save well, yeah. shit. And by the way, they still gave those guys guns. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so who were they protecting really? Right. <laughs> yeah. This
2: is just a paper thing. Let me just say this.
1: No,
3: that's just right. Oh, you hit him,
1: but you didn't kill him. I got a gun. <laughs> 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 it's for my we bad can solve this. It's called triage. Come on. <laughs> so, so that was in April 1918 in July. Uh he was passing out supplies to soldiers in Italy and he got seriously injured by a trench mortar and a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Um the the blast left shell fragments in his legs. And uh, the Italian government awarded him with a silver medal of military valor for dragging a wounded Italian soldier to safety after the attack. Wow! But uh, his career as an ambulance driver was done for. So, uh, so while he's recuperating in Milan, Italy, as one does, right? <laughs> it's
2: not a bad place to work.
1: Hemingway uh, begins his. Uh, the first chapter of his long and storied pattern of womanization yes, <laughs> and yeah. he falls in love with uh, an american nurse six years his senior named agnes von kurowski mm-hmm. and they make plans for her to go join him in the united states so starts you know nothing nefarious there that's fine right good mm-hmm. for good for poor banged up mortared hemingway right? you can't get through a metal detector anymore but <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> so so then comes the first Barb, which in my opinion, this is what kind of set probably set him on his path with with women for the rest of his life. Just my guess. Right. But, you know, knowing knowing a thing or two about the psychology involved would already had me. kind
2: of a, a complicated relationship with one major woman. In his right. Life,
1: yeah. So. That that certainly didn't help, I'm sure, with yeah. his mother. But uh, so in January of the following year, Hemingway goes back to the States and uh, his beloved Agnes soon writes him to tell him that she has fallen in love with an Italian officer. Son of a bitch. Thus breaking his heart and uh, their romance actually um, inspires the relationship in A uh, A Farewell to Arms, which Mm -hmm. is one of his well-known books. Mm -hmm. Right? So, goes, uh, moves to Toronto. He's like, fuck this I'm going to Canada (laughs) as one does when they get their heart I guess from Milan to Canada (laughs) to Toronto (laughs) so I think uh, it would have gone to
2: Montreal but yeah yeah
1: I don't know maybe back then it was Toronto was the place to be but (laughs) but he went there to take a job uh, became a reporter for the Toronto Star newspaper and um, he ended up continuing to write for them when he moved back to Chicago the year after that right then he gets married to uh, Hadley Richardson and she turns out to be the first of what would be four wives in his life okay. okay Somebody's got me beat <laughs> There's a few out there That got you beat <laughs> Still didn't beat my mom <laughs> So oh, The guess. new That's that gold medal shit there, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Like I said Certain point You can't help but respect it I just wanted to be, I just
3: wanted to be Best in my age class no, I don't need to go For like Olympic medals
1: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, So Hemingway In 1921 He's newly married Set sail for Paris France And uh Uh, His friend recommended Paris to him, saying that his pal would like the expatriate scene there, right? So um, Hemingway works as a foreign correspondent, still for the Toronto Star, and soon falls in with a circle of writers and artists that includes Gertrude Stein and Ezra Pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, his, uh, his first book, Three Stories and Ten Poems, gets published that same year. And, uh, he brings his pregnant wife to watch a bullfight in Pamplona, Spain. Life's going good for Hemingway. And, uh, he's kind (laughs) of... He was was quoted as saying he hoped taking her to that bullfight would, uh toughen up their unborn son <laughs> just to kind of give you a picture of the sort of dude that Hemingway tended to be
2: and also the amount of scientifical knowledge people had going around at the time like I mean, if you yell at it it'll be tougher right in the womb. punch him <laughs> he punched the womb, it's probably gonna
3: be tougher punch him. punch him right in the jelly bean every day <laughs>
1: so his son was born and uh it's unclear whether or not the bull had any effect on him but
2: actually i'm talking shit about 19th or 20th century the the guys in the in 1920s and shit were very good at science actually Uh, yeah they were what am i talking about these are the people that fucking a few years later were like splitting the atom. yeah i'm a fucking idiot all
1: right they were right on the cusp of a lot of crazy shit they were so the joke still stands it does
2: let's we'll still play with it
1: (laughs) so uh it's for the funniest not for the accuracy of
2: historicals
1: (laughs) so this this little tidbit is kind of cool i thought but um we're not we're not solidly into the major badassery yet but i thought it was worth mentioning that uh in 1925 hemingway met uh f scott fitzgerald Mm -hmm. at the dingo bar in paris and uh it was just two weeks after the publication of The Great Gatsby. So their friendship uh, later falls apart in spectacular fashion thanks to a toxic combination of professional rivalry mm-hmm. and a feud between Hemingway and Fitzgerald's wife, Zelda. Oh. You see the writing on the wall here. Yes. Right? So he goes on, another of his novels gets published, and. Uh, a Tale of Two Schmaggles? <laughs> he ends up. Um, he uh, no, it was the sun also rises. If you want to know which wow. one got published out, but so so Hemingway uh, divorced Elizabeth Hadley in 2019, and one month 2019. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. or uh 1919. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goddamn Hemingway! I yeah. Go we'll uh, my my night. date reverted to fucking. <laughs> 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 That's interesting. All right, well. Everything's regardless, pre- pre- right? It was it was the fourth of April on some year in the nineteen twenties, right? right. <laughs> um, but one month later, after his divorce, he married Pauline Pfeiffer, a fashion writer. Um, a month, a month, right? So it's like, hmm, let's see what was going on here. Let right? the bed cool a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of the pattern for Hemingway's whole life. It was he he went through a lot of relationships and. Uh, had affairs and he just kinda went from one to the next to the next to the next, which like I a think, billy goat. Which I think is where his goat. which I think is where some of his you know well, a lion's share of his misogynistic Reputation came from right? right, and there may be some credence to that. But I also was looking because somebody had told me that, like, apparently he was like abusive or something, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find any record of that anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was true. um There was a book, and he's
3: in, always portrayed as abusive alcoholic. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, he was definitely an alcoholic for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of accounts of that. But um and he was he was very like had a lot of machismo, and he was brash and loud yes. and whatever, which. I guess maybe it would be a reasonable assumption but like his several of his wives were interviewed for a book that was written about them and like none of them said like they were all just like yeah I wish he hadn't you know decided that drunk. he was he needed to be drunk and fuck everybody but like it wasn't none of them were like he was well, you, yeah Violent. that piece of shit he was whooping up on me and the kids you know so like you would mm-hmm. think it probably would have came out at some point from one of them in an yeah. interview i if, wonder why if they
2: had been jilted like that I wonder you know? why he has that reputation if that's
1: you I think know. it
3: goes along with just
1: the writer, the drunk writer
3: yeah. stereotype. Yeah, I wish And
1: you never know. know. Could have happened, and maybe they were just too grace, gracious to to speak of it. You right. know, but uh, yeah. He's got writer's block. He's got to take it out on somebody. He's been home all day, boxed up. He doesn't see
3: anybody else. You know? Gets no yeah. exercise.
2: He's got to get his joints moving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he took shrapnel to the legs, bro. Right. You'd want to sit around, too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he
2: has a dark sense of humor. He can't laugh unless he's pun- punching babies. Right.
1: <laughs> so, um... And he also did publish a short story collection that was called "Men Without Women," which was literally his imaginings on what a world would be like with no women in it. Oh, so boy. I mean, he was definitely kind of a fucking misogynist. Yeah, misogynistic yeah. douche at times. That's definitely so, the, the. Yeah, I won't. I won't defend that. I just couldn't find any any solid record of him being abusive per se. He was a pretty good writer. Though. Emotionally yeah. abusive, probably, almost definitely. Uh, oh, so, yeah, you know, but <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, um, Hemingway and Pauline leave paris and uh moved to key west florida and he lives there on and off throughout the 50s completes the majority of his life's writing and uh, and uh there they had a son that was born during that time as well named patrick and um also his father actually took his own life uh during that period as well so his his papa the doctor decided to bid everyone adieu. Mm. which I'm sure had some effect on him as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So he goes on, continues publishing. um, uh, Let's see here. He
2: wrote uh, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Then he wrote Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Then he wrote wrote Star Wars. (laughs) All in Florida, Keys in the 50s. Just so you guys know. That's a fact. Really? Really? Hemingway wrote Star Wars, yeah. No way. Get
1: the fuck out of here. Don't mess with me right now. I was like, I just read all about this guy. How Everybody's stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he did. George Lucas stole it
2: from <laughs> Hemingway? Well, and, and Tolkien.
1: You know, and, <laughs> yeah, God damn.
2: and actually, a lot of Shakespeare was written by uh, <laughs> Hemingway in 1950. Get out. <laughs> While well, he was punching gators in the face in Florida, man.
1: Fuck oh, yeah, baby. So. I thought this was kind of funny, um, just because of how, how much he was just like this macho, you know, ultra macho man's man, Hemingway, his, uh, his third son, um, he, <laughs> he grew up and, uh, and started cross-dressing and, and started calling himself Gloria, hmm. uh, way was, before, he was, yeah, he was super progressive, oh, okay, uh, or she was i don't know what <laughs> <Right. laughs> whatever her pronoun yeah but um,
2: but that probably wasn't the conversation at the time
1: hemingway was so pissed <laughs> which i imagine was hilarious for a lot it would of people we probably hit him in a weird <laughs> space but yeah, yeah. but he right. mm, yeah, yeah he was i mean just him being who he was he was just like oh no son of mine you know like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> which right. is like You yeah. dad maybe you pushed him that way who maybe. knows who knows <laughs> yeah probably jeez he fucking yeah. felt like he needed to balance the scales but uh, so anyway, that was a little bit of a low rank on his badass uh, score. But but, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, he's gotta be fencing a fucking like walrus at this point to times. get him up so,
1: to our last couple badasses. Are, are still- so so, but then then shit starts getting crazy, er right? So Pauline and Ernest they they go to Kenya for a ten week safari. Right? He wants to go hunting on safari by the way he's, he's, done, he's tired he's of punching doing, gators he's doing a lot of this on Pauline's money too like cause like uh. he was a successful writer but like being a writer isn't like rock star money necessarily, right. you know. No. So it's like so so. Got to move a lot. His of wife copy. is allowing him to do all these kinds of things, like go see bullfights and boxing matches, and go on safari in Kenya, you know. So it's like mm, okay, that's
2: <laughs> a that's a weird misogynist guy, right? <laughs> like you guys suck. But I mean, it's
1: also kind of a quintessential artist thing too. Like it's a bit of a trope. Like there's, oh, I, yeah. n- I know people in my personal life that are. <laughs> if they didn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> I know people. Did, my yeah. age <laughs> yeah. I know
3: people my age in the music industry that still live on somebody else's exactly. couch So
1: exactly. Man. So sure. yeah, color me, not surprised, but
2: so it's not the wisest career choice to be all in <laughs> music all the time.
1: <laughs> anyway. So anyway, Hemingway kind of falls in love with uh, Africa. He actually wrote a book called the green Hills of Africa uh, and um, a bunch of short stories about Kilimanjaro and uh, whatever, whatever. So, um, and he punched a lion. He probably punched several lions. Yeah. So the year, uh, while he was in Africa he <laughs> so you know toilets back then they had like the, 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 the tank pull. that was really high yeah. like, chain pull that you had to pull yep. yes. so Hemingway while he's in Africa probably drunk let's be honest <laughs> he was <laughs> taking a piss and he went to reach up to what he thought was the chain pull for the toilet and it wasn't It wasn't going so he's reefing on this thing and it turned out to be not the chain pull for the toilet but the pull for the skylight above him and he pulled the whole thing down on his head and got severely concussed and had to go to the hospital. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell he wrote me then he was drunk and he took the first upper decker. <laughs> <No. laughs> and that day the wouldn't, first upper decker was recorded. Wouldn't, wouldn't put it past him though. So now not only has he been, you know, shrapneled and gotten a massive concussion in in the world war where he was an ambulance driver but he also just pulled a whole fucking skylight down on his head in africa <laughs> severely concussed <laughs> once more <laughs> <In Africa. laughs> it's all for sorts of fun to this guy's life so far right so uh so then hemingway travels to spain he's reporting on the spanish civil war for the north american newspaper alliance mm, interesting um, time that's where Orwell was too. Yeah, he develops a strong anti-Franco stance and narrates the anti-Fascist propaganda film *The Spanish Earth*, um, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know he ever narrated anything. Yeah. Um, so he was supposed
2: to have a cool voice, cool demeanor, like a yeah.
1: I kinda wanna f- now, kind now of want to go find out now. Orwell's kind of style. Been, now that I've been learning about him, but so Hemingway divorces Pauline, and. Uh, Less than three weeks later, damn, bro, he marries the journalist Martha Gellhorn. They they settled. Uh, in they a may have Cuban, known each other before that <laughs> In a Cuban estate Like they went to Cuba
3: that, Or he just can't handle that oxytocin release <laughs> He needs to it's, just He falls in love right away Yeah. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme love and,
1: uh, and so anyway That whole Him settling subsequent to reporting on the Spanish Civil War uh, Is what what happened to create the novel For Whom the Bell Tolls Which is arguably probably one of his most favorite Or yeah. <laughs> most famous rather uh, it's was probably his least favorite That's how it tends to go Right, your... no shit <laughs> oh, Everybody Everybody loved that one fuck <laughs> See,
2: and the story i heard was that uh he got that that book and the inspiration from a metallica song from yeah, 1984's obviously. uh yeah. ride the lightning
1: that was before or after he wrote star wars uh, it was after he wrote star yeah. wars <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean so that's so me doesn't it
2: right this guy's this, this is guy an accurate. Is, this is trust me just trust me. Right, I, trust you. I trust you. Don't don't fact check. I anyway. trust you, buddy. Don't ever fact check a Zach. He'll give you the straight answers all the time.
1: <laughs> so Hemingway's not fucking done yet, though, boys. Uh, the United States goes into World War II. Hemingway volunteers for the Navy. because Apparently, they don't give a shit about his shitty eyes. <laughs> yeah, at this point, they're like, we just
2: need <laughs> we need a lot of You're people to stay in the lanes. It, out it here. was World You're War right? II. They're like, yeah. do
1: you have a pulse? Can you hold a gun? Yeah, let's go. You uh, know, Fifty so. million dead. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he outfitted his fishing boat. Um, pillar with guns To hunt for To hunt for German Fucking submarines Off the coast of Cuba So this motherfucker Okay that took his
2: Badass redo Dude seriously right okay, Like that up. was
1: where I was like what He did what That's he, up. Let me say that again He outfitted his Fishing boat His fishing boat <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking tight With guns to hunt For German submarines Off the coast of Cuba <laughs> Fuck yes He got a bronze star For his service in Can you imagine like The people that own boats That you At know At what point doing do you that? Work
3: for the Navy You're like Yeah you could be a Part of the Navy, but we don't have room for you yeah. on your shi- on here's some, ship. On our ship, need a your bunch own guns boat to put on your fishing. He yeah, says you didn't pass an eye test. You got to drive your own boat. <laughs> here's a high caliber
2: was... machine gun. Just you can you can have it. You're gonna have to put it on your boat though. <laughs> we don't we don't supply the bolts. Here's some, here's
1: yeah, some yeah. depth <laughs> charges. Be careful with those.
3: <laughs> I hope your boat doesn't sink here. It's and a complimentary flare if you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, we may find you before you the come sharks. out
1: of this alive. There's a star in it for you. <laughs> there's don't open of, this
2: box till you're done there's probably a bunch of veterans of the navy and the army and the marines that
3: are like yeah it was like all you know. uh, yeah, right so we should be better
2: that's what it not. is i
3: want to join the navy you got a boat yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> let me see you got a sea do that'll yeah. do like i said
1: the standards the, the barrier to entry was low during world war ii yeah
2: a lot of bodies they
1: did. <laughs> so uh, a lot of wasted life so he uh, he finishes up his submarine hunting, and uh, interestingly enough, his wife urges him to go to Europe as a war correspondent. And um, he develops a professional rivalry with Martha, who is also an accomplished war correspondent, and that soon leads to the breakup of their marriage. Oh. Hemingway uh, even these coming. women all have terrible names
3: that's the problem
1: it is partially though yeah there's yeah. some of that yeah Martha was his wife by the way so right. like their rivalry ended up causing them to divorce and now the, the three Marthas that, that listen year. to our show are like fuck y'all yeah you don't like it. I they they know probably Martha. don't
2: go by Martha though that's probably true I know Martha and she's uh, she would be listening to this show she's knitting right now Actually, she's asleep.
3: Uh, and then she's going to get up tomorrow and knit. <laughs> I do. I know
2: Martha. That's quite old. Quite well.
3: I knew Martha back when I worked at a retirement center.
2: It's basically yeah. these people's age. That, that was we're like 40 about. some odd years ago. So. They just didn't keep naming their kids Martha, did they? <laughs> no. They stopped. They, they naming them Steve and John. Uh, but Judy and Martha didn't get a lot Gertrude, of love. Gertrude. Not a lot of Gertrude. Oh, God, poor Gertrude. It'll come back around. <laughs> Shit's like, are oh, you done with, with yeah. whatever this tangent I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying we all to good. A
1: web into this we all, good. all day. So, um, yeah, the rest of his life, he uh, he gets that divorce. He, he gets married to Mary Welsh, his last wife. And uh, she, she had a miscarriage because of an ectopic pregnancy. And they never, ever had any children together. But she was married to him um, for the rest of his life. Nice, and uh, so he went on to which was three months, and that's the longest. At some point, you finally win. It it wasn't it wasn't yeah. uh, yeah. I think it was yeah, fourteenth of March they got married. I don't know, but it wasn't super long. He died he died arguably a little bit young. Um, We'll get there, but uh, (laughs) yeah he he wrote some more books. He won a Pulitzer Prize. Um, He left Cuba after the revolution there because Fidel Castro kind of you know. Fucked some shit up, as you might know. He won three wackapores in Manhunt. Sorry, <laughs> that in there. And then uh he ended up having numerous physical ailments, and they did like electroshock therapy on him. And he was like bipolar and severely depressed by this point And he had he had suffered between, between like you know crazy shit that happened to him on safaris and being in two different world wars oh, and, and uh, also reporting on the spanish war and right pulling skylights down on his own head <laughs> <laughs> and punching crocodiles and stabbing and, uh, lions and, right and I arguably so. perhaps never having a healthy relationship with uh, a woman in his life not one not including one that big one in the beginning yeah. and uh, so easy. so anyway he he ended up uh,
2: like y'all he, sorry,
1: he ended up taking his own life um, Amen. in in July 1961 because I mean he was depressed and an alcoholic, and they electrocuted his brain and. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> well, it's so, like that
3: kind of sounds okay. That's a good reason. Right, so yeah. Shock therapy actually still is one of the most
1: uh, proven to be one of the most effective. Uh, Treatments for depression. Yeah, partial lobotomy does wonders for all kinds of shit. Dude. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm talking. about. <laughs> that's a funnier answer, though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, cured cure, cure most of my problems. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, he he did that in Ketchum, Idaho. Actually, fucking that. Yeah, that was where he ended up. But the at the end of his life was right next door to where we're at. Golf. One stayed over. Garsh. So, That's right. yeah, That's right. it was a wild life, man. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say badass in the terms of like celebrating him as a hero, but he was a prolific author. And, yeah. uh, goddamn, was he a character, you know? Like, two different world wars, hunting submarines in a fucking fishing boat, Dude. <laughs> going on safari. <laughs> charming all the women, like definitely he must have been, lived. He was misogynistic, but he must have been a charming fucker because, like, uh, <laughs> all those women probably wouldn't have put up with him for as long as they did or as often as they did if he wasn't a charmer.
2: True, you know? yeah. It sounded like he had like a kind of Orson Welles kind of
1: vibe. Yeah, he has some game. He had game. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's our fucking badass. That's our badass this week. He's pretty badass,
2: right? And he's not a Tale of Two Cities. He's that's Dickens, isn't it? I don't even know. I don't know. Fucking he's he wrote. For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yeah.
1: He did uh, Islands in the Stream. That That is what we uh, (laughs) are. Sail away. (laughs) I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. We can
3: rely on (laughs) each other. Uh -uh. (laughs) From one (laughs) lover to
1: another. (laughs) Uh Sexually. Sexually.
2: I don't know. know. God, that's a good Uh, beat, though. Good melody. uh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He did The Old Man in the Sea. He did Across the River and Into the Trees. He did For Whom the Bell Tolls. He wrote a lot of books and short stories. There's, yeah. there's a shitload. But, I think A Tale of Two Cities is Dickens, I but it might be
2: Hemingway, but I haven't read it regardless, so
1: irregardless. irregardless- regardless- I'm
2: ignorant of it. Irregardlessly. Yeah. All right, you guys, we're, uh, you hear the, you feel the, the ride, as we're wet, <laughs> yeah. we've gone through the splashy part, we got scared, I, I piddled a we little. hunted a few submarines. There's submarine stuff going on. <laughs> You know, I, I think Tim made coffee two or three times yeah, in the background yeah, there and probably was, was probably hardcore for surveillance pay, on hands. us
1: the entire time. Yeah.
2: We learned some shit. Yeah. We learned some shit. And you know, police officers have a dark sense of humor because we are fucked
0: up. Who <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also that, <laughs> but
2: because we throw you in pretty tough situations. And, well, you, you decide to go into a career that maybe you don't know fully what you're getting into until you're into it and then you can't.
3: It's a great training ground for what I'm trying to do now. I'll just Fuck say uh, All right. Well.
1: Well, well done, boys. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Let's everybody, for listening. T- t- and get thanks. out. Just Th- kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say thank you and stuff. We just talked about gratitude. We have to say thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank Do you it very much. very much.
2: And, you know, I always like to thank our also, trusted triad, and, and uh, you guys know who they are. I don't even need to say it at this point. People can probably say what I say at the end of the show better than I can say it. Don,
3: the but, shitbox You'd probably lizard. get upset when you screw it up. I would be. Yeah. I sound
2: like an ass when I do that. I love these <laughs> yeah. people; they help out very much. I bet
1: they like it when you shout them out.
2: Chris, it? the Discord Dookie Slayer. I, or, you, you just said Don. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: exactly. I, no, I said Don, the Shitbox Wizard. Yeah. And it was
2: Madison's no. birthday this week. His daughter, one of his, one of his Happy beautiful shipboxes, Madison. Madison. She's awesome. Uh, we sang her happy birthday this week, and then David Angus sang her. It's been a, it's been it's a been birthday a, week for Cats. Week long
3: extravaganza,
2: yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, but thank you, Chris, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Bodie. Uh, we appreciate and you guys for Bodhi all you do. Uh, thank you to the Godhead and to the Garbage Disposal on Facebook for making Facebook a little bit more interesting. And the only places I care about, uh, yeah, get a hold of us at info he didn't at say Scat.
1: Smearing the scat. Scat. No, do that the scat. you can say you, you guys what would it what? just makes me uncomfortable and i was looking forward to it in a bad kind of way and then you, you let me down
2: poop, poop stuff down i think it all of you that smear the scat this is our smoothest especially show that we've ever done definitely this is by thanks, far my thanks, best thanks especially in part part to me in public <laughs> bathrooms yeah uh also where's our what's our fucking email address it's just a ride pod at gmail.com that's right and uh and then there's Patreon, which also has something to do with just RidePod. Yeah.
1: We love we love all of our Patreons, too. You guys have been super, super kind. Yeah, patient. very kind and patient. Yeah, yeah. patient, because I, I we keep calling ourselves out. We haven't done any bonus content yet. and A lot uh, of people have said I, they, yeah, they've gotten, been writing I've in saying, messages from I don't care. Yeah, we like, want to keep doing it. That's so cool. Which That's is super cool of you guys. We're going to do it anyway. Yes but we're know, gonna make cool yeah bonus stuff someday yeah maybe for
2: sure it is difficult to. <laughs> we've got plans and and it's gonna happen soon so
1: this would this episode is gonna air um the week after we have our little movie night right yep yeah, yeah. so we can't debrief you about it now but uh we will yeah <laughs> oh yeah we i'm we'll sure it'll that. be lots of i mean it was so much fun what a blast i assume <laughs> <laughs> no one
2: drank anything I, I no one did actually i'm sure i bet yeah. you we'll find out in the future, actually, we'll talk at you in the future.
3: It'll yeah. seem like the present. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's just Whoa, oh, it's just Bing bong.
0: Oh, that was kind of cute.